This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> can you hear me? You can you know you can. One, two, a check, two, one, a two, a check, two, two. Welcome aboard. Hey. Tripod Broadcasting. Tripod. Are we recording? Tripod 3. We are recording. Are we, we are recording, are we? Yeah, Tripod 3. Stop so much, I'm at, so much noise. I'm Addison. Matt's rearranging his house right now. I, uh, <laughs> no, go to, well, this won't be available on Thursday, but I took a picture of Matt and posted it on Instagram. So if for some reason people can hear us now, you should go check it out. But they can't. They won't hear us till Thursday. And that, that story will be gone. Deleted from the zeitgeist forever. What picture? I just took a picture of you sitting there. You, you look very regal. It's on Instagram. Don't worry about it. It's for the gram, Matt. Our fans. Oh, I, I, del- I deleted my Instagram. Oh, did you really? Just the app. Not. Oh, you know, oh, okay. It's not. I, I still have the account is still there. I'm not going to delete that. It's just like when you're doing the social the media gram? checkup <laughs> shuffle. You know, how every once in a while you pick up your phone. Yeah, you're like, like, what's that app doing there? And it, no, about twice a day, mm. I'll pick up my phone and I'll be like. I'm gonna do the the the, the shuffle. This, oh, I, yeah, I know what you're talking check about. Check Reddit. Yeah. yeah. Check Facebook. Yeah. If the Instagram app is there, check the Instagram. Yeah. You know, whatever. The Twitter. I don't use Twitter, but yeah. For me, for me, it's my for me. My best time is when I'm when I'm when I'm pooping, and I do an extended shuffle, and that's when I go through all my my, uh, you know, my my ethnic cleansing Telegram channels. Sure. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And yeah, Telegram channels, dude. That, that's another thing. Although it's really social media now. I love I, it. I love Telegram. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's great. great. But I, one thing I, I did do was I deleted automatic downloads of media on Telegram. On Telegram. Yeah, you because don't want. If, to... Well, if you're in a thread with somebody, people can post whatever, and yeah. then it automatically downs to your phone. Yeah. Downloads to to your phone, or at the very least, in the temporary sort of area. Yeah. In, tempor- in temporary area, but especially on my phone, I I found this. I was for for a month. You know. I was struggling with with storage. Mm. You know, every time I, I would have to keep deleting apps. You know. Oh yeah, bounce into Telegram because that's Bare if bones. Yep. if you spend the time that I spend on there, uh-huh. what you'll find is that that'll rack up really quick because it'll yep. download videos, PDFs, everything yep. you know in these channels, and you got to go through and clear it out. I had almost, Telegram X is really cool because you can set it by date. You can say okay, after thirty days, everything behind then, mm-hmm. and it's all. What's cool is it's all still available in the chat, but you clear it out of your phone. So I, I deleted almost three and a half gigs worth of, of stuff that was on my phone. Of memes, basically. Two years worth of meme warfare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two years of being in the trenches. Yeah. You know, and some of that stuff, Honestly, I'm like, you know, I'll keep it around, but uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of it's just junk. Here's a billion dollar idea. Okay. <clears throat> Verbal trademark between you and me, so nobody can steal it on the show. Mm-hmm. Here's, an, here's an idea, and this is a fucking brilliant idea, by the way. Why so, did you think of it first, I, before then? <clears throat> well, I just thought of it now. I have this problem where particularly with you, with Cullen, somewhat with my wife and a couple other folks, I'm always sharing the memes mm-hmm. and the GIFs. Now, the GIFs stay in the in the, in the the G-board. The, my most recent ones are still active there. Same thing for Telegram X. But the memes, I, I find it difficult. So a lot of times Cullen will say something or you'll say something or somebody will say something and I'm like, I need to reply with this meme. Yeah. I know yeah. it. It's in my head. And I have to go search like my, my other Telegram threads to find it yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Okay, here's my billion dollar idea. Okay, meme cloud. You have your own meme cloud. 
Now, Matt, it's an app. You can decide how much of it stays on your phone and how much of it stays in our storage. Mm -hmm. And basically, it houses all your memes by uh, folder selection. And you can you can organize them by date. You can or organize them by topic. For example, here's my pet base. Most frequently, here's my rage comics. Most frequently so, used. <laughs> exactly. Most frequently used. Meme cloud. Hmm. It's fucking brilliant. That's a billion dollar idea right there. Meme cloud. Yeah. Meme I'm going to check the domain, actually, before I put this live and make sure. Yeah. And I'll buy it if it's Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> gonna, somebody, as they hear this, will go check and see if memecloud.com or whatever is taken. It's like, oh, damn it, he got it. No, memecloud. I, I like it. Okay. because Because that's how... That's how wars are fought and won these days. And uh, Well, if there are any black trans women... All the better women, to equip our troops. If there are any black trans women out there who know how to code, because I know they, <laughs> you all know how to code, hit us up. We want to make Please an Please submit your resume. That's right. Yeah. We would <laughs> like anyways. to develop an app. So I feel like two days ago, before, before the Iowa caucus and before... What was the news right before that? There's something like right before that, and I was like, oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about on the show. Mm -hmm. And then two days have gone by, and now it's so much more. <laughs> yeah. So where do you want to well, kick this thing Super off? Super Bowl, at? right? Was that the thing you were trying, trying to think of, the Super Bowl? I, no, I was thinking of that. Yeah, the Super Bowl. How, did you watch? You watch the old thing? The coronavirus? Was that, is that what you're thinking about? Maybe. We talked a little bit about I thought I feel like there was something. Kobe, Kobe was last week. We already talked about that. I think we, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I don't know. See, this is the thing. I, I think we're programmed to kind of, we're in these 24-hour cycles, and it's like, what? I don't remember what happened Thursday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only remember what the president tweeted. So, oh, that was something with the Super Bowl that I did want to talk about, which I thought was ridiculous. All the people reposting that Kansas City tweet. It's fucking retarded. What about him saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's on the Kansas. or to the state of Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is ridiculous. And I, I, I told a buddy of mine, I'm like, I'm like, I'm all for criticizing the president. Mm -hmm. Right. And his number one sin, still in my book, is the six Goldman Sachs executives we had within a month of his his, yeah. his term. That's his number one sin to me. And there are a lot of other sins below that. Yeah. But what is not on the list is a ridiculous gaffe about Kansas City being on the Missouri side or the Kansas City side. Mm -hmm. When everybody in this goddamn state doesn't know that, on this side of the state, doesn't know that answer. Addison, I'm going to ask you two questions <laughs> What's to that? illustrate the point. Okay. Where is Malibu? In relation to Los Angeles, where is Malibu? North, I think. Okay. I think. All right. Question number two. Okay. Name all five boroughs of New York. Oh, I, Brooklyn, Bronx, Harlem. Nope. Brooklyn, I can't. Brooklyn, Just, Bronx, Long Island. Long Island, yeah. Staten Island. Staten Island. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, I, uh, are you sure it's not the Bronx? No, the Brooklyn, the Bronx, Staten Island, Long Island. Manhattan. Manhattan. There we go. Five boroughs in New York. Okay. Yeah. And see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it, that is no measure of my knowledge of New York or lack thereof. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and so these people, that's what really pissed me off because. But also, you don't live in New York. No, you I don't. You ask a New I Yorker. Don't. Yeah. And they'll know. Yeah. You exactly. ask someone from Boston. You yeah. ask someone from New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Or even Philadelphia. Name the five boroughs of New York. Because guess what? They've probably gone there multiple times in, your, in their lives. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they live in that area. Yeah. Now, if you, if but, you but, ask me but, name but, three streets in downtown St. Louis, I probably could. Sure. Right. Sure. <laughs> it's an example. But, 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 to, to, but it's got Kansas in the name. Right. Okay? To a New York socialite. New York socialite. Yeah. A celebrity. Kansas City. <laughs> who spent all their time yeah. in, in 
boardrooms and well, whorehouses. In New York and L.A. <laughs> in New York and L.A. Yeah. In Chicago and Miami. D- Donald Trump probably hasn't been to Kansas City ever, except except for the campaign. Maybe, oh, yes, maybe, and maybe one time. Yeah, when he had a layover there. After that, yeah, right. He knows more about the Kansas City airport than he does the <laughs> the, the city of Kansas, yeah, city. Or, the, okay. or the state, probably, frankly. or the state. So, yeah. of course, he's going to equate it with that. It's not a huge deal, but maybe it's probably you know him signaling to Q, it's Q yeah, signaling to QAnon or something Q-Vision. like that. Well, that's what I told my buddy. I said these things are so weird, and it's like I don't get. Why? Because I saw people literally posting it and saying, "This is the guy that wants to take us to war." He does. He's never read a map. All these different things, and it's like that kind of thing. It is a gaffe. He yeah. was incorrect, and that's what late night TV is for. Let those guys have their gas, right? They do the monologue. The president, he don't go to Kansas because he won't find it, and you move on, mm-hmm. right? And it's morning radio bullshit. But remember, but when people are making political arguments about these type of thing, mm-hmm. I'm like. What the fuck are we doing? Mm-hmm. Because honestly, it's like that Aleppo thing, which I mean, th- that's a little bit more egregious if you want to be president. Yeah. There's a huge problem in Syria, but it's like, what the fuck? What are we doing here? Who? Ca- I don't. Ca- I don't care if he thinks Kansas is on the moon. Frankly, I really well, don't. They're missing. They're missing what we're not, which is the meta of the situation. Yeah, exactly. Or the and what is the meta? The meta is that he is a celebrity. Yeah. And his job in <laughs> the White to, House yeah. right now is to create controversy. <laughs> So that headlines, media, and yeah. media, and attention, and they can yeah. make make money, 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 money. money, money. That's, That's right. what it's about. Yeah. And, yeah. and and guess what? He says, "Congratulations to the state of Kansas." Yeah. Because the Chiefs won. It's a Missouri the, the football team. Yeah. It's a Missouri city. But he names Kansas. Supposedly, I'm told. I've never been. I don't know where the football team's looking. <laughs> But it's one more thing that you know we can use to distract the us president's from. a moron. Yeah, yeah. Monday, the, Monday was was the the it was all about uh, all the Trump hater haters were were um, yeah. Oh, he's an idiot. How yeah. can this guy be? Yeah. Were they talking about you know the impeachment? Right. Were they talking about the the caucuses happening that night? Right. Ma- yes, but not as much. Yeah. You know. That's yeah. At least at about. least in the in the in the. Like the social cloud that I was seeing mm-hmm. Monday morning, I was just, just constant. I'm like, we get it. He tweeted the wrong. Set. Oh my I god! Didn't, I didn't find like, out. I didn't find out about this until I got to work today. Yeah, well, I mean, and and it was all over Facebook. I know you don't, but, but every time I see that timeline, that gives me. That's like putting my thumb on the pulse of like you know, yeah, just the the, ear, the thought viruses yeah. and what's kind of going around. Uh, well, the only thing I, I follow on Facebook are, are you and single, single mothers with a hundred mile radius. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's how you search for them. Just to <laughs> remind me what like I'm, uh, you, what I am, what to avoid. Yeah, what I am not missing out on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's hard out here for a pimp. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, Super Bowl. Did you watch the whole it, thing? I watched the entire thing. Look at you. Look at you. Degeneracy, I, wasn't it? Just, yeah. I was, Bread and circus degeneracy. Oh, oh, yeah. I was there for the kickoff. I watched it till the end. I Then even went back and watched the highlights of it. Mm. Yeah, I started right at the end of the national anthem. Mm. I walked into my buddy's house, and I looked at the TV, and I kind of shook my head, and he's like, he's like, I know. Why is somebody of color singing our, our national anthem? It's like, oh, my God. Who sang the national anthem? It's... Demi Lovato, I think. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. She's mulatto. I mean, she's mostly white. I don't know. No, she's not. <laughs> Please, easy, easy. Remember what I told you before? Just pump mm-hmm. the brakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but uh, but yeah, that's what my buddy said too. And we kind of had a gasp. But then, um, yeah, we had to look up. So about 
because they're quarters, right? Football, yeah, yes. quarters. We were about halfway through the first quarter, and I was like, I mean, who is doing the halftime? I haven't heard Baines about it. So we had to, like, Google it. And I was like, Shakira and uh, Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. neither of whom. I, I can't name. If you put a gun to my head, even now, I watched the entire show the other night. You put a gun to my head right now, I can't name a Jennifer Lopez song. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, and Shakira, hips don't lie. That's the only thing I know about Shakira. <laughs> I don't know what the, she's been doing. I don't know what either one of them has been doing. And I'll say this, and then I want your thoughts on the halftime show. Uh, but buddy on Facebook posted, and he's like, if you said anything about the, the Super Bowl halftime show offending you, um, and you voted for Trump, fuck right off. Yeah. Because he said, he said grabbing pussy. Mm-hmm. And I showed this to my wife, and I'm like, I'm like, this is what is so insane to me, because, and I, and I commented on this this post that my friend made too, and I was like, I was like, I did not vote for him, and I thought it was garbage. Yeah, I thought I thought it was two washed up singers that that don't really have any relevance. You could argue that it's always that way, but a Maroon Five or Jennifer Lopez, let's be serious. We can all, if we play Maroon 5's top songs right now, mm-hmm. like the earworm, but you'd be like, yeah, I've heard that. I know because, sure. you know, of the of the cultural impact. So even from a cultural impact, J-Lo and Shakira, are you kidding me? That's number one. Number two, super old, way over-sexualized, like just, just in general. And it wasn't, for me, it wasn't like the homeschool mom of why did they have to wear that or what's with the twerking, whatever. I just, all to, I just under the umbrella of over-sexualization. Mm-hmm. It seems pointless for an event that lots of folks are watching with their kids, lots of dads are watching with their sons, things of that nature. Wasn't a big fan. And, and the sexualization wasn't even the biggest thing for me because, and I said this in, the, in my comment to the guy, I said, I said because Lady Gaga's uh, Super Bowl show, I thought it was fucking legendary. And and looking, I don't remember what she wore, but if I looked at it, I'd probably be like, oh yeah, you know, could have tightened up there a little bit. But she, there was actually some talent there. Lady Gaga was actually doing something. Yeah, there didn't seem to be a whole lot of meat to the show for me. Just twerking and and the rope thing. I want your thoughts on the rope thing. The rope thing really was the only thing I took away. Everybody else seemed to say apparently there were like children in cages, and it was like this cultural mm-hmm. message. Good, great. I don't. I mean, whatever. But that that rope thing, uh, like as that was happening, I was like. Some bit of interesting dance there and imagery and just She's binding herself and mm-hmm. unbinding herself. Mm-hmm. And yes. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to come to the desk of my shaman and get his interpretation uh, for me in the show. Please go ahead. Uh, it's all curly and sex magic. Boom. There you go. Next, <laughs> just uh, ne- next question. <laughs> next question. It's an umbrella. Yeah. Curly and sex. So really, that's kind of your answer. Okay. So let's look at the date. Yeah, o two o two two o two o was when mm-hmm. the Super Bowl happened. So I love a, this. This is great. A palindrome right there. Yeah, and the the Venus. Mm. What 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 planet is that? The Sun. What's the next planet? Mercury, Venus. Oh, yeah, second planet. What uh, what what does Venus represent in the zodiac or in astrology? I couldn't tell you. The feminine. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, I, okay. Yeah, I think I had that. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Yeah, that th- sort of thing. Venus has always, for thousands and thousands of years, represented the feminine. Okay, the di- <laughs> the divine feminine. In my Occupy Mars shirt. Sure the, the divine feminine, the divine feminine, um, the feminine energy, mm-hmm. birth, the feminine aura. Okay, uh, Venus is it's one of the first brightest planets. You see in the sky. You can see it almost all the time, can't you? Yeah, by the, with the naked eye. Yeah. Um, it represents like a nurturing nature, uh, looking over, right? Um, 
then you have Mars, which is uh, the male energy planet. Mm. It's interesting, you know, on either side of the Earth. Is that why Elon Musk is so obsessed with it? Uh, Venus, the the mother. Yeah. And Mars, the father. Okay. Now, did you see when they went from Shakira to the transition time to Jennifer Lopez before Jennifer Lopez came out? That's when they did the big overhead shot yeah. of the stage. I did notice that, yeah. You noticed the stage was the, the symbol of the feminine. I didn't, no. It was a circle with a plus sign attached to it. Oh, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is the symbol of a feminine, yeah. the feminine. The universal symbols for masculinity and femininity. And then they transitioned to the kids in cages, right? Yeah. There are 18 kids in cages. Mm. So we, if we divide that by three, right, we have six, 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 mm. okay? Each cage has had six bars. Each cage was cage, quote unquote, was made up of six bars. I'm sorry, three hoops. Right. Right. That are intersecting to form a a a circle, a ball. Right. right? Which I thought was was a little weird. So each you have six kind of spokes on each of the little round globes. Each child is in, not child, but each young young girl is in. Right. So we have a date that is. Uh, rife with numeric symbolism of feminine energy. Yeah. Then we have uh, two female um, singers, one of them whom was just in the movie Hustlers, right? That's my understanding. Which is a, a movie about prostitutes yeah. robbing their johns. Yeah. That's what the movie is about. It's about prostitutes robbing people. And she got an Oscar nomination for it, I think. I think. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I'm not going to... Take the time to Google. If I'm wrong, whatever. Fine. Right. So, it was basically just a celebration of and an, a an, a ritual for the the feminine, the the I won't say divine energy because I don't think it's it's divine. I think it's inverted and and demonic. <laughs> but it really was, a, ladies. At a, at a time By the when, way, feel free to hit Matt up. He is single. I know it's surprising. I'm not saying that that there isn't divine feminine. There is, but this is this is not divine. Oh, yeah. Okay. What that, yeah, what 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 that was was the just not divine. Yeah. I'm not saying all feminine is demonic. Right. So, and then you have you know uh, these two performers who are uh, venerated for their asses and their hips. They really are. Yeah. Right. It's not as though you had a singer, and it's, yeah, it was all about the ass and the hips. Well, because my wife asked me about it, and I'm like, I really don't think either one of them, honestly, and I'm not lying, I don't think either one I, of them is attractive. I think really, <laughs> I don't think Jennifer Lopez is attractive. There's no at boobs. All. There's no. But I, th- I think Shakira is very attractive. Uh, oh, but it, it, oh, it had nothing has to do with her. It doesn't have to do with her butt. It has to do with her face. I think I think she's pretty. I think she's cute. Hmm. Okay. So so, yeah. So we have basically. And the hips, right, are, are indicative of childbirth. Right. Okay. Bigger your hips, wider your hips, the better, easier you have during childbirth. Yeah. Okay? So we have two singers. We have the, the, the feminine energy. We have these girls in, people are saying cages. I think, think they look more like eggs, right? So yeah. these young girls on the cusp of puberty in eggs. <laughs> what kind of symbolism is that? Right. And then you have two women on stage, a younger one and an older one, both Latino. Yeah. Signaling to the, you know, the, hey, you know, 
maybe the divine energy reproduction in this country now is in the hands Latinos. of the Latinos. <laughs> and we're about to be overran by Hispanic babies. Maybe that's what that means. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. But the, it was the, the very clear message of this Super Bowl was feminine energy. Feminine energy. And especially because before, you probably didn't see this, but before the game, there were um, they made a big deal out of the fact that both of the owners of this team, both these teams, the 49ers and the Chiefs, are owned by women. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I didn't catch that. Who inherited the teams from their husbands? <laughs> what a surprise! On both counts. Yeah. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> Super shocking. The yeah. only thing they did was outri- outlive their billionaire husbands. Yeah. <laughs> it is shocking. Way to go, know. ladies! You did it. You defeated the patriarchy. Hold it. Shh, man, hold it down, hold it down. Somewhere right now, a glass ceiling is being shattered. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it. I pers- I I can't, but And a man paid for the hammer. <laughs> he did. That's right. <laughs> So oh. I I thought I thought that was kind of because was was a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, they sent, spent like, spent like ten minutes before the show jacking off to the idea. Because I, I had tuned owners. in like twenty minutes before. The was that a first? Or two female owners in the Super yeah, Bowl? Probably? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I tuned in before yeah. and kind of let it play in the background. And I noticed that they're interviewing these ladies, and I'm like, okay, I don't have the volume up, don't know what this is about. But then I heard afterwards that that was what they were doing, and that they were both female, female owners, owners yeah. of these teams. And I was like, oh. That is so just a coincidence that the Super Bowl halftime show, chosen months in advance before yeah. the the two teams that are determined, is a is a show all about feminine, feminine energy. energy. Yeah, with two women, and the the two teams are both owned. Both teams of slaves are owned by women. Yeah, that's interesting. Because we've talked about that NFL. Because it's a shady, being, shady business, man. Being completely rigged, yes. Yeah, and not even so much that. Like I, I, what people forget, we think it's like oh, a national sport. This is a national, the, you know, the, the you know the championship game. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is very specifically. Not, not only is this only in America. Not that soccer's any better, but not only is this only in America. But like, people don't realize the NFL, the owners, the uh, uh, Roger Goodell, like the people that that make these rules, make these changes, do these investigations, do do everything that they do. We forget that's for profit. And that's it. Yeah. We think it's some kind of national pastime. It's somehow regular. No, no, no. It's profit, mm-hmm. which is why even even at the simplest level, when you look at the the ticket, when you go to these, like by purchasing it, you're signing away all kinds of, you know, a guy, one of our players can jump off the field and ass rape you, and you can't do anything about it. Type of type of scenarios is what's on these tickets. Yeah. Like no, they they are concerned just like an Amazon and Apple, Google, whoever else. Like they're concerned about their profit margin. Sure. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like it really, yeah. And then the and then the way they pedal it, pedal around the idea of you're going to be a football star, blah 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 blah. The Nike endorsements, like it's very much a uh, a structure and a hierarchy, and quite dishonest to black communities. Yeah. Also, and if you look at, look at the the players, we're just now getting into the the uh, era in football in which. We have black and mixed race quarterbacks. Yeah, ten years ago there were no black quarterbacks. Yeah, you know what? What Ray? What was it? Oh, the the first one that was a big deal, or a, yeah, won a Super Bowl. Or Rice? Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
whatever the guy, the guy in the fans. dog, <laughs> the, the guy with the dog fighting. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but he was a uh, you know he's he's a quarterback and and black, right? And uh, they got rid of him for dog fighting, which I don't know. You can you can cheat the the game. Yeah. You can beat your wife, but if you're the first black quarterback, sucks to be you. Oh, and yeah. the only people in football. The point I'm trying to make is that you have running backs, right? Your smaller guys, or they used to be smaller guys, um, just catch the ball and run, right? But the guys, and then you have your quarterback, and those guys will make 10, 15 year careers, right? But the average NFL career is something like two and a half years. Yeah. Two and a half seasons. Because it chews them up that much. Yeah. Be, be, yeah. You go out, you go to college and you, you get drafted out of college. You, if you're, and you're a defensive back, a uh, defensive, you know, backman, lineman, right. whatever, or offensive coordinator, you may have two, three, four, five years of doing that. Of yeah. doing that. And then you're done. Well, and that's what, because yeah, that, that is 99% of all football players. Yeah. Like you write the, the Patrick Mahomes and the, whoever the white guy was for the Chiefs. Right. You know, they don't, those guys are the, the special toys that, you know. Yeah. Those guys are the special toys. Yeah. Everybody and, else and is pretty weird, much expendable. And it's a weird bad deal because race aside, like they 100% offer these these kids and these communities. Again, race, this isn't just a blank thing. Like they offer these kids like, okay, here's more money than you've ever been around in your entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in most times, you know. Um, and in exchange for that, we're going to run your life for three years and make it to where physically you're not going to be able to do much else after that. Yeah. It's kind of a shitty deal. Yeah. To be honest, just only for that reason alone, that whole, you know, okay, well here's, here's more money than you have any idea of. And, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to basically kill every other opportunity within three years. Yeah. It's kind of a shitty, shitty, shitty deal. Yeah. And then it's, I actually was talking to, uh, the guy I was watching the Super Bowl with because, one of the commentators made a note about some guy on one of the teams and w- whatever, but they mentioned they were like he had his leg broken earlier this year, and it just kind of hit me. I was like, "Did he say leg broken?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think he did." And I was like, "Man, that's I mean, that's you'd be you'd be hard pressed to find an industry almost that is going to have th- that level of injuries." Yeah, and that's just kind of, I mean, yeah, you get you get what you pay for, you know, you get the cheerleaders and the fame and the action figure and more money than you've ever you know could, could comprehend mm-hmm. but it's a grinding taxing like you're gonna break everything and get hit around a lot yeah <laughs> like so anyways but yeah the nfl so the super bowl this year the two women-owned teams the illuminati halftime show <laughs> the, the pepsi pepsi illuminati which one is it i think so but the, the the ritual <laughs> the circus right was all about divine energy not divine energy, excuse me. The feminine energy. Feminine energy, yeah. And at a time when we're in the middle of the impeachment, yeah. or towards the end of the impeachment, yeah. and the Harvey Weinstein trial, and like all this this wave of feminine rage that's been building up over the past three or four years. Yeah. With the... the it started with the sacrifice of Hillary, yeah. right? Maybe sacrifice isn't the right word, but it started with the... the the death of the dream of Hillary, yeah, of a woman running, running things, yeah. And then you have this, these, these, all this Me Too movement, this, this Epstein, this Weinstein, Epstein, several Weinstein, other Steins. Cosby, <laughs> Spacey, yeah, all these, all these 
perverts, right? These men. Yeah. Uh, I, I take back the word pervert. All these these men who've been given too much opportunity and not enough discipline. Yeah. Which Yo, is really it's what a, it is. It's a good, yeah, it's a really good way to put it. These men have, have been given too much power and opportunity. Yeah. And they don't too have... Too much to hold over people. They don't have the... Yeah. the and I don't care who you are, it, 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 unless you're, you know, godlike. Yeah. <laughs> in, 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 your, in your moral conviction, sooner or later you're going to break. Yeah. And when you go from being... And you're going to use your power. <laughs> yeah. So I won't say necessarily pervert. I will say, uh, you know, uh, maybe sadomasochist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so you have all this... Build- Would you call that wave a blue wave, though, man? I don't know. <laughs> you have all this build over the past three years. Yeah. And at a time when you have the culmination of the Me Too movement and the Harvey, Harvey Weinstein trial and the, the anger yeah. over Trump being elected over Hillary mm. and the... the The uh, the culmination of a let's get Trump orange man bad, which is this impeachment bullshit, the yeah. sham of an of an of an impeachment. The major spectacle that is the Super Bowl, mm. they choose to make all about feminine energy and the, and, and reproduction the and reproduction. Yeah, no, everybody's seen that wrong. It is the kids. It's not. They're not cages. They're eggs. Yeah. They're, this is not kids. See, I didn't catch them. So I have to watch it's, it again. It's three. Each each young young lady is in a a, and it's weird that they're pre prepubescent. Right. They're all pre prepubescent or right at that time. Right. Okay. Twelve, thirteen years old. Right. They. If you look at it, it's. Three oval, almost hula hoops that they're inside of, and the the ends are connected in such a way that they have six white bars surrounding them, and so you think cages. But if you look at the shape of it, it's an egg. It's an egg. Yeah. So you have these young women in eggs singing, right, backing up the two singers who are you know known for. Uh, their hip movements. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as I said before earlier, what do the hips represent? It represents fertility. It represents childbirth. Yeah. And these, they're not just known. They're not known for their butts. Uh, Twenty years ago, J Lo uh, uh, did a big celebrity thing where she insured her her ass for a million dollars. Right. If something happens to her ass, right, she gets a million bucks. <laughs> not a big. I should do that to my cock. What's the biggest policy you think I can get on my cock? It's not that great of a cock. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be like, sorry, highest we can give you is 800 bucks. Yeah. Best we can do. Yeah. (laughs) Best I can do is five inches. (laughs) Ladies. Uh, We we have, so so yes, the culmination of all the past three years, the defeat of Hillary, (laughs) the defeat of Hillary, the Me Too movement. Right, right. Ends in 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 a show where you have the the divi- the not divine but the feminine symbol, right? Right. Which is what the stage is, the def- the feminine fem- symbol and then it pans out to this ocean where these where these girls are floating in eggs, right? And then they sing and then what happens? The J-Lo then comes out and then it's just it's dancing and hip shaking and twerking time. And fun fact, <laughs> I didn't know you could twerk a vagina. 
Can but you? Shakira can do it. <laughs> Shakira can twerk her vagina. I uh, neat. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know. I also I also thought the the ridiculous hypocrisy of everyone saying Adam Levine had his shirt off. I didn't see you ladies complaining about that. And it's like, yes, but he's also not like. There's not a stripper pole, and there's not like. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We are way past the Rubicon on this. If there is anybody out there, honestly, besides your mom, protesting, now apparently the, there's a bunch. The vulgarity, it they're all fake. They're all doing it just to strum up controversy over this, right? And make it seem like everybody who says, "Oh, it's too sexual," is being a hypocrite against a hypocrite against women and and An empowerment them being able to do what they want to do with their bodies and dress how they want to be able to dress, right? That show last night. I'm sorry, we've seen way looter stuff. On TV at the before. Super Bowl, yeah. This you go to a football game and you see the same thing on the sidelines from cheerleaders. Yeah, this is this is this is par for the course for the past forty years for the NFL. I did see some people noting that too. They were this like, is, uh, "This is that's kind of how they do." Yeah, this is not. Um, this is not. This is not something new that we've seen. Right. right? This is not a new, this is not a, a new controversy. Yeah, some people may have bought, been offended about right. by it, and I even thought, okay, that's a bit much. Come on, do you really need to twerk your vagina? Like Shakira right. slid up into the camera on her knees. Yeah, yeah, it's a very Va- yeah. vagina first. Yeah, she had her hand o- over her vagina, which was disappointing. I kind of wanted to see if I could see some toe, <laughs> sporting a little camel toe. <laughs> well, she's fifty too, so you know, it's, I mean, that no, she's not. Or 40, 40 something? 43. And 43, though, still. Yeah. Uh, Your bounce has gone wild 40 plus? You ever just, just go across? You know, the, you know the name of her first so, album? Uh, J-Lo? I sure know. No, no. Shakira. I when know, she was like no. 14. I she know. got signed when she was 13. Of course she did. Um, what a surprise. It was, uh, it's, some, it's something in Spanish, but it's Mejia, it's, uh, or Magia. It's, um, it basically it translates, it's a, it was a Spanish album, but basically it translates it to a slave to the magic. Hmm. Yeah. So take that for what you will. No, well, I, I was thinking about that the other day actually because just this this because I mentioned that to you like this this children and the sexualization of children and like these all, all these different kind of this this cropping up in more and more places and it's just kind of you know uh, like I was thinking I was thinking honestly honestly I would probably vote vote for, for a candidate like a single issue voter issue for me could mm-hmm. be like I really think we need to regulate like. And see, I, I don't, I don't really know how you do it, but yeah. regulate the ability for children to kind of get in the industry. I think, I know, I, think I seriously like, I, and to, I don't know if you no. just say a blanket eighteen. You have to be eighteen to we work need, in the entertainment industry. We need to go back to the day where it because was, like, if you all children. And then my the thing industry. is, well, then how do you stop something like TikTok? Because they're all doing it. For, yeah, they don't, they don't need to produce. All children in media know? need to be portrayed by short people or midgets. <laughs> In like children's clothes. Yeah, in Shakespeare's day, all the women's roles were played by men. Because well, they, they used to do that in in the, in the early days yeah. of of film. Like yeah, you, you wouldn't have kids. Kids yeah. would be played by you know like, like midgets. Yeah, you know, or they'd have an adult who's clearly an adult but dressed and acting overtly like a child. Yeah, Little Rascals really was the first Where one of the first shows back kids? in the nineteen fifties to. Really portray children, 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 children. Yeah, you know, you'd have teenagers, you know, yeah, maybe eight, nine years old, but children, children. Yeah, you know, 
Because I thought about that the other day. It's, it, that seems like reasonable regulation. I mean, because these kids are just getting eat up and spit out, man. Yeah. I mean, somebody said, I listened to, I, I think it was a Stefan thing he did in the last week. And there was some star that I've heard of or know of. And he, he was talking about, oh, uh, was it Madonna? Something new, some new book came out about mm-hmm. some female star and about how long she had been abused and about how her parents um, really did nothing about it for a long time, you know, blah, 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 blah. And that's what kind of got me thinking on this because I'm like, man, this is like this is like a tried and true kind of recipe at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, dude. Like, was, it, let's, was it Bella Thorne? No, no, we already know. She's, that's, that's, there's no new book about her. We we know she's been abused yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I think she said, I think she said before or dropped hints or said things that indicated, you know, not just growing up, like in, in the industry. Mm. I don't think she's named names, but no, it was some other chick with some new book because Stefan had, had but read it. Think, think about this, but, though. Disney, live action Disney. Yeah. Nickelodeon. Right. Yeah. See, man, I don't. Well, they, no, they, 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 they are. They're making shows starring children. Yep. Watched by children. Imagine if children couldn't be in movies and TV anymore. Yeah. You had to be sixteen to be in a movie or television show. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Everything else has to be portrayed by you. Just don't have kids, or you have use robots. Right. Or whatever, or you yeah. just you know. Okay, you get around. It's, it's it. twenty twenty. Can we see GM at this point? There you go. <laughs> But imagine what that would do, not just for the, the the kids who are who are ate up by the Hollywood industry. Imagine what that would do for children who consume that, that media. If if Nickelodeon was illegal, yeah. would kids watch TV. Well, it's the cartoons though that they young still kids, watch. young yeah. kids who are into the cartoons would watch. Yeah. Sure, and once you become a teenager, you'd watch. You, what, whatever your parents stuff. are watching. But yeah. imagine, like, you're not seeing any representation of yourself on screen. You're not seeing any any character you can relate to. Yeah. You're not going to watch. Yeah. If the Mighty Ducks and Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Chronicles great, of Narnia. Great films. Great films. Yeah. Were movies about adults would have never watched them. Yeah. But they're movies about kids my age. Yeah. Doing extraordinary stuff, so I'm going to watch it. Honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> Honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah, yeah, Quite that's flick. a good point. And I don't know how you would do that. And you'd probably just be—I mean, you know—it wouldn't even be a serious mm-hmm. consideration. But man, it just—it just doesn't seem like it's a good industry for for children, <laughs> it's uh, not. or or adults, really. It's not. <laughs> so, but but that brings us to the the reason why we're recording tonight, which I told you, like, I really want to record tonight. I really want to make it happen this week, right? Because I've got big news. Yeah, I've got huge news, and this has already been announced, so it's not gonna, it won't come as a shock to everybody. But some people right. may not know about it yet, so we're going to use the platform of give that some thought to really reach out to the masses, <laughs> yeah. and let them know what's going on. Everybody, yeah. Addison, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you fucking ready, I Addison? Could, I couldn't be more ready. Are you goddamn fucking ready for what I'm about to tell you? <laughs> yes, I am. Get ready. <laughs> Get ready. I'm ready. The Mighty Ducks uh-huh. is getting rebooted. Please clap. I don't think I've ever seen it. <laughs> I know. I know. I was very sheltered growing up. Not only is Disney rebooting the Mighty Ducks mm. as a television show on Disney Plus, Emilio Estevez, Mr. St. Elmo's Fire himself, is going to be starring in it. 
He's getting a whole new ragtag squad of young hockey players together to take on the big crosstown rival hockey team. It's going to be great. I'm going to watch every fucking episode. I have no idea what you're saying right now, but it sounds it sounds really exciting. Dude, I love... Like, I'm engaged because of how excited you sound. I loved The Mighty Ducks when I was a kid. <laughs> that, was a gr- that was great movies. I watch those movies all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get off this idea of feminine I, energy... I, 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 have a, I, have a, I, I grew up... It, the 90s had a great run. <laughs> no, let me get this out. The 90s had a... Because this is the platform where I get to get this out. The 90s had a great run... <laughs> it's the Matt show now. Of... Yeah. Of... Kids sports movies, <laughs> The Mighty Ducks, Angels in the Outfield, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Okay. In which you have kids. Bad News in, Bears. No, that was, was an 80s. 80s. That was an 80s movie. But anyhow. But anyhow. And there's some of the, my favorite movies from my childhood, right? I couldn't be happy for him. So, this is, no, this is, this is a, a, it's a win. It's a win for America, for the world, <laughs> for democracy. <laughs> Democracy. It's the it's the only win that the Democrats have right now. Is the Mighty Ducks is coming back? Coming is is they're making more Mighty Ducks. That's the only win. In, that's the only win for the whole country right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, before we get off of this uh, feminine energy thing, mm-hmm. now I wasn't sure if I'd get to this because of the number of other topics, but actually this speaks directly to it. And and, and I'm going to ask you to do something. Uh, the morning show. You got to watch this show, Matt. I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But with it, what you're it, saying, it combines two of the things I don't like, which is which, Apple and Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Apple, oh, Jennifer God. Aniston. Yeah. Okay, so she's it, so gross. Let me say, fuck off. I love her. She's, she's so ugly. She's, I, she's dude. She's amazing, dude. She hit the wall when she was like 22. Do you, the, Jennifer all, Aniston is the wall. No, motherfucker. No. You watch your mouth, frankly, because no. I'm that's that's offensive to me. She is always as, as a 50 percent controlling stake in this podcast. It's in my contract that you can't badmouth Jennifer Aniston. As, as Dwight Schrute said about, you know, your bone structure is, is frail and thin. You will age swiftly and poorly. And she and she hasn't. She's ageless. No, I know, because she's, she's a lizard. I know. Well, that and also be, <laughs> that and also because she probably has a makeup artist who makes $200,000 yeah, a year. $200,000 a day like, to seriously, paint it people, on. People saying after the Super Bowl, oh, my God, J-Lo's 50. Yeah. You believe how good she looks? And it's like. No, here's a brushed on. Here's yeah. a picture of J Lo from the Starbucks from backstage with again. makeup on. Yeah, and she looks awful, like craters yeah. all over her face, like bags under her eyes, just lines you can see, like to- the the. And this is this is very interesting, <laughs> and this is a little side. Yeah, Shakira, so many close ups of her face. J Lo, there were a bunch. Yeah, you don't see hardly any close ups of her face. <laughs> You see her from a distance. You think that's in her contract? Yes, I do. You s- <laughs> no, you see... Don't get that 4K. Don't get that 4K. 80% of the time, you see J-Lo from a distance when she's on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. She, no, she is. And Alex Rodriguez... When you're at that level, you can put that in the contract. I, just, I, I was watching it, and, and you know that meme from 4chan, that copy pasta? Yeah. Which is like... Yeah. And he just knows he could kill everybody in this room before they could take him, he could take him down. That is what I'm thinking about Alex Rodriguez. Like he's got to be like, "Damn, J Lo, you look like that," and like feed into her ego when yeah. all he. Oh, anyway, I'm sorry for that aside. Yeah. Okay, so you have to watch the morning show. Hold on. Okay. The morning show starring Jennifer Paniston. And here's the reason why. If you if you heard anything about the synopsis, no. Steve Carell 
plays a morning show host who we actually don't see it happen. The series starts with a phone call. Uh, he's been fired mm-hmm. uh, because of a Me Too moment. Mm. Sexual harassment. Yeah. And so, like, when they when they said, it's my watch. <coughs> when they started with that, I'm like, oh, this is going to this is gonna boil my blood. Yeah. And actually, as I've gotten farther and farther into it, I'm like, oh, this is, they're doing a pretty decent job. Because there's several times, now, th- there's times when you can see that Steve Carell is playing this, this cookie cutter, like, predator. And they'll mention, like, you know, he manipulated people, blah, 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 blah. It's like the men men in power thing. Mm -hmm. But they also give him the opportunity and that character the opportunity to ask questions that we don't really ask about Me Too and and just that that thing. Because what happens is as you watch it, you kind of fall in love. Like, Steve Carell's a good actor. He plays a a warm character. You can tell he's a very caring character. And even the other, even some of the other women that are involved with him or that, that are in the show say that. They're like, he's super nice, blah, 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 blah. And the question that he sort of poses at one point is like, do I never get to tell my side of it? Like, mm-hmm. because, because he's talking to what was his co-host, Jennifer Aniston's character. And she's like, why'd you have to do a blah, blah, blah? And he's like, he's like, you knew, like, you knew that all of these were consensual. Like, yeah. And see, and then that's kind of like that, that, that line where we don't seem to want to draw it and just call poor behavior, poor behavior, because there's a difference between poor behavior and predatory behavior It to me at least. But anyways, there's, he definitely gets the chance to get out some of those ideas. And then there's one other particular scene where he's sitting with a guy who is basically playing a Spielberg type. Like he's, he's a super old director from Hollywood and they're sitting there and they're talking about it. And he basically starts making jokes to Steve Carell's character about, well, uh, kids today don't know what it's like. Consent is so overrated, like some actually predatory stuff. Mm -hmm. And you can kind of see that it clicks for Steve Carell's character that, Oh, that's the difference. Yeah. And he says that to him because he's like, okay, well, I I think we should do a documentary, tell our side of the story. Oh, that's a great idea, you know. And and the guy keeps talking and it it just clicks for Steve Carell. And he's like, and he's like, what's the matter? And he's like, well, you're a predator. And he's like, I think people are going to want you to own that. He's like, oh, and what are you? And really, the only answer Steve Carell has for, for his character, who did that shitty behavior, he's like, not that. Because there is that line. Mm-hmm. There is that line of, of, of consent and what we call rape and consensual sex that does not benefit one or both of the parties. Yeah. That's, that's totally different. So it's a really, it's an interesting show. But, and there definitely is, I mean, there, w- there will be, like, if you do wind up watching it, I, I have to warn you, there are moments where you're going to shit your pants because of the, the feminist, myth, you know, the yeah. I am woman, hear me roar. You're not going to be able to get away with that, away from that. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think it's kind of interesting that there is a, there is a male voice and a male side to sort of these conversations. I think it's a really good show. I think it's really good. Hmm. I thought it was really good. You know? Interesting. Um, the one thing I w- it made me think though, I was like, does Tim Cook have a Me Too moment coming up that he knows about? And that's why they did this because because it is very. I'm like, what is Apple? It's produced by Apple. I'm yeah. Like, what is Apple trying to say here? Because I don't I think, think they've Apple, had one. I think Apple's just trying to permeate every market I'm they can <laughs> in order to stay relevant. Honestly, <laughs> your, your Apple Home, your Apple TV, your yeah. Apple computer, your Apple grape juice. <laughs> they just want to get your it Apple, all. Apple Apples, trillion dollar country. Let's go with grape juice. Grape juice. Uh, my kids drink a lot of grape juice. Okay, but Apple Apple juice. 
Oh yeah. Why wouldn't you? Say, why wouldn't you? It, it didn't click. Me. It didn't click. <sighs> I'm, so, I'm man. I don't. Come on. Missed opportunity, bro. <laughs> missed opportunity. You 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 have better comedic chops than that. I know. I know. I've seen it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Apple apple juice. Here. That's okay, the name okay, of the episode. Okay, so my 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 comment <laughs> on what you just said. Yeah. Is me too once, doesn't exist. W- no, one w- once again, like imagine that you are a person who can go unchecked. Right. You, exactly. Nobody is calling you out on your bullshit. You can do whatever you want and no one's going to call you out number 1. And no one's going to say no, number two. And if they do say no, so what? You have somebody right behind them who's going to say yes. Exactly. Who <laughs> probably looks better. Now, Addison. Yeah. Think of the porn that you looked at, you've looked at mm. that you don't want anybody else to know you've looked at. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I got it pictured. Think of the porn you've gotten off to <laughs> that you don't want anybody else to know you've gotten off to. Right. Okay. okay and I'm not saying you as a man. Yeah. I'm saying me as a person, as right. a man. Your wife, right? Your right. sisters, right? Uh, women down the street, yeah. Think about what they've gotten off to, too, right? Okay, not just porn, but whatever, whatever fantasy or, or what have you, yeah. Now imagine, now being in the context of, oh, I wouldn't want anybody else, anybody to know about this about me, right? I wouldn't want anybody to know. Now imagine I told you my only one of those. No one no one will know. Yeah. Because you're powerful enough to do it IRL. Right. And get away with it. Yeah. Um, I mean I'm seriously. Like Harvey Weinstein was powerful enough to and these guys are powerful enough to do what they want to do sexually and get away with it. And and so imagine that thing that for ninety nine percent of people is just a fleeting... A fantasy yeah. that releases just a little bit more dopamine to get them off this time. Right. Okay? Which is effectively what that's what it is. Yeah. But imagine that that was something you it's could something do you in could real do life. do that night. Yeah. Imagine the sick, twisted person you would be. <laughs> that's that, yeah. that's kind of... Yikes. I mean, what this, yeah. this whole Me Too movement about isn't... I don't think should be... About women mistreated. Yes, women have been the primary victims yeah. of Hollywood, mm-hmm. and that's really what it is. We we we're not talking about these predators, yeah, who are who are, uh, you know, anomalies. No, that's the rule in Hollywood. Yeah, that's how it works. This is not a problem of of men. How of of this is not a problem of how men system systematically take advantage of women. This is a problem of how. Hollywood and systematically yeah. takes advantage of women. Yeah. Now imagine that you're a Hollywood producer and all these hot young starlets. They're all hot. Yeah. They're all fuckable. Every one of them. Yeah. Every yeah. single one. Yeah. There's not one dog in the in the in the mix. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they all want what only you and a handful of other other, other people can give them, which is give them. overnight stardom. Yeah. Imagine, you have the ability to flip that switch right. for them. Yeah. At virtually no cost, only yeah. profit to you. We already know <laughs> that a woman will do whatever Chad wants her to do, right? Yeah. If he's a 10 and pushes all of her buttons yeah. sexually for her, she will she will become the whoriest slut that ever <laughs> hoed upon planet Jezebel. Okay? Okay, new episode title, Planet Jezebel. <laughs> 
That's gotta be it. Planet Jezebel. You will take you will take a, a woman who who who's an absolute prude and she will turn into the biggest whore in the bedroom yeah. for a man who pushes all of her buttons. Yeah. Okay. Now imagine your one big button hmm. is I want to be famous. Right. What would you do? <laughs> yeah. When your entire life you've grown up that you're sex. Yeah. You are sex. Yeah. You are an attractive woman. You are sex. You are literally sex. All that you are is yeah. sex. Yeah. Don't bother with hobbies. Take <laughs> selfies. Yeah. Don't bother with morality. Don't bother with right. character. Send DMs. Send DMs. Yeah. Get the premium Snapchat as early as you can. Exactly. Yeah. TikTok from day one. Get followers. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, all you have to offer as a person is sex. Right. So... It's you, a twisted you, message. You've dude. been trained yeah. to become literal sex, and then you complain when powerful people you've let have leverage over you treat you like literal sex. Right. Sorry. It's it's the the system is the system is fucked. <laughs> yeah. And, no, and it I, is. I, but I don't blame women, and I don't blame men. I I blame bail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, know. I blame yeah. a cult. I blame a culture that that. Careful. Go ahead, finish the sentence. No, no, I'm not going to go after that. Okay. Good boy. <laughs> um, Please don't. He's gonna, I'm telling you, he's going to have... He, I gave him I gave him three straight... I mean, I'm not going to get into specifics on the show. We'll, 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 we'll cut this part out. Well, no, I gave, him, I gave him three specific facts the other day and tied them together, and he lost his mind. He lost his mind. He's like, you're a white supremacist. Yeah, well... I'm like, I, oh, come on. You're not... But the, so I actually I, I've been kind of trolling him over this caucus, which is what we're going to get into next. Uh, over this caucus bit, because he keeps saying he's like, "Well, oh, it seems like Mayor Pete cited that," and I, I I gave I'm giving him word for word my the lines that he always gives me, and I'm like I'm like you're paranoid, you're smoking too much weed, uh, you don't it's uh, you're coming up with crazy conspiracy theories, and he's like, uh, uh, "I'm just reporting on reality," and I'm like, "Exactly, motherfucker." Yep, yep. That's that's the idea behind this show. That's the idea behind alternative media in general. Is that you you look at a narrative that everything in the mainstream agrees on, and you say, "What are the things that don't add up?" Mm-hmm. That's it. At the basis of everything that we do is that average for Matt and I, average ordinary people. Looking at the world around them, right, and making a judgment call about it. Yeah, that's that's it. Saying this is what we see. Yeah, and that's what here's ev- the pattern. Well, here's the trend. Here's what causation. What everybody needs to be doing. Yeah, yeah. don't don't trust CNN. Don't no. trust Fox News. Don't it's, trust MSNBC. Yeah, turn them all off. to tell you the truth. They're not going to tell you the truth. They're going to tell you what you what they what want you they, to believe to get, for them to get so, a dollar. <laughs> watch five minutes of CNN. Yeah, go to Zero Hedge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Browse Reddit. Yeah. Check out Instagram. Yeah. Go out in the world around you and talk to people. Yeah, that's an important and one. And then make a decision about how things really are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because he because he kept saying he's like he sent me a picture of some like you know tinfoil hat. He's like, this is what you sound like, and I'm like, is that is that really what you think? Like in your head. Well, how did I put it? I said, in your head, I'm a basement dwelling, you know, Dorito dust covered Mountain Dew drinking, you know, because he said he's like, he's like, this is the type of stuff you hear on YouTube at 3 a.m. And I'm like, that's not I don't in the circles that I run, like I only view alternative media. Right. So I'm not I'm not like this stuff hits me so much fast like that, that 
this caucus stuff that we'll get into. Like I knew that like <laughs> four hours before he did, mm-hmm. and he's he's coming up with this stuff as it's sort of like peaking into mainstream or whatever. Because you know there's a lot of Bernie Bros that are that are that are mad about it. But I'm like, yeah, this is I only I only consume alternative media, mm-hmm. which is looking at and doing the questioning of those the facts and things that are presented because it's not the media is lying to you. Yeah. Like, you know, that's all there's to it. Anyway, so we get a couple things that Nick sent him. Yeah. Uh, I have the, had that brought up. I, I think we should maybe talk about that for a second. Uh, the Nevada Democratic Party part. Or, well, let's talk about that in the caucus next. I'm going to read his other message here. He said, wanted to message this instead of replying in the comments. Mm-hmm. I am a banker at National Level Bank. This is what we were talk. We were going to talk about. He, like I always say, he's a banker. A, oh, a banker. <laughs> He is. He's totally a banker. <laughs> is he a teller? No, he's a banker. <laughs> well, can he give me a loan? <laughs> I mean, he could. He could talk to you about getting a loan. Google wants a loan. Um, she listens in. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am a banker at National Level Bank. I had a customer walk in the other day and wanted to open a business account with us. I want to open another business account. Actually, I should pay. I should pay to hit him up. Um, when I inquired about his business, he said he was in the business of CBD wholesale distribution. We set up his business on our system, but told him because of the fact he was in the CBD business, yeah, this is illegal now, actually, I think. His business would be in review with us before we could open up accounts for him. Yeah, I think there was a new law that just got passed about this. Oh, really? We heard back from our review department, and they said that because CBD is still technically illegal, it's not, with an asterisk, we as the bank couldn't take the risk and couldn't open up accounts for him. Uh, they cited an internal article, which I'll share below. My main question is, I thought CBD was legal. And if it's not, how are the other banks financing these CBD businesses? CBD is legal. Um, the, the, the problem is the wording of individual state and municipality laws. Mm, yeah. So what's happening <clears throat> is that the lawmakers don't understand the difference between an industrial-grade hemp that you would use quite literally to make a blanket mm-hmm. or um, THC pot that you put in a pipe and smoke and CBD extract flour, whatever. Because there's those three things, there's those three main consumer endpoints of cannabis, of the hemp plants. Mm-hmm. And it, it, when it comes to the lawmakers, they don't understand the difference between the three of them. That's that's the most concise answer I can give you. So that's why there's all this confusion of it's illegal here. It's well, you can't sell it on Amazon. You can Amazon's made their own rule about it. You can't sell it on there. It's legal in all states uh, to purchase CBD. I've bought CBD flour over the internet, and there is only one state they can't ship to because of a shipping rule. CBD is legal across the United States. I don't know the bank he works at, but I do know it's a national. Bank. Right. Oh, um, I can't read this article. He says. I know small. it. It's 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 fuzzy. I was looking at it before. I can't. I can't yeah. make it out either. However, uh, did we just lose audio? Yeah, we did for some reason. Hello, hello. Oh, but maybe the second time. Okay, I got it back now. What happened? I don't know. I think I, th- I think that maybe this just died. It didn't stop recording. Oh, the the task cam. Yeah, I'm trying to find out where that click is coming from though. It's the same click that always happens when we plug the task cam directly into the laptop. There Are we go. Still alive? Okay. 
That's helpful. Yeah, you can't. You can yeah, and we're still recording. In. Okay. You just won't be able to to play anything off of your computer. Yeah, that's fine. Um, anyways, so CBD. Th- th- this is a this is a national bank, so they could merely be covering their that's their what asses. It's for state law. But but also this is I'm not hearing myself as well quite quite as well. No, I'm plugged in. I'm just not. Maybe 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 I'm I am. Forget it. We'll 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 deal. We'll fix it. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. But also banks, while this is an account, not necessarily a loan, right? But he was opening an account for a business loan, right? I think he said open a business account. He never mentioned a loan. Okay. So they they just want a bank account. Well, but still, this is bank this account. is, this is a, a a bank that. Would be considered high uh, uh, or a, an investment, an account that would be considered high risk. So it's probably just the bank having a policy that, yeah, we don't support this stuff. Yeah. The conspiracy underlying that, however, is that this is indeed a national level bank. And mom and pop CBD and pot places right. are not something that the big boys want. They want it completely controlled. They want the the marijuana industry controlled by a handful of large multi multi state companies. Yeah, right. They want there to be a big boy coming out of Colorado and a big boy coming out of Chicago and a big boy out of Miami or Atlanta and then a big boy out of New York, and that's it. Yeah. Number one, it's much easier to regulate. Mm-hmm. But number two, you have maximum profitability because you are giving customers three or four products rather than having thousands hundreds of thousands of people who can give unique and individualized products to people yeah right you go into the gas station or your local authorized thc dealer yeah which 10 years from now will be gas stations and you plunk down 50 bucks and buy a pack of marijuana cigarettes yeah okay or buy a vape which that's what it'll probably be is just you buy a vape with THC in it. Yeah. So you lose all the CBD and all the local places that were doing just CBD because the, the market obviously doesn't demand for CBD in in small specialized cases. Right. But you make 10% of the CBD that you make the THC and you make straight THC products. Yeah. Which THC is great. It's a good time, but it's not the same as it's not the medicine CBD. Just, and put put you know my business out there. I have been smoking primarily for the past couple months with a vape pen. So yeah. I buy illegal THC cartridges and I put them in a, a legal pen and I smoke that way. It's much cleaner. It's much more efficient. Yeah. But I still keep a little flower on hand because I I I like the whole plant and not just the the psychoactive ingredient. Yeah. Yeah. Today I went by the local head shop and I bought a CD, uh, a pre-rolled CBD joint. Yeah. And I almost felt high when I smoked a little bit of it because yeah. I, it had been, I haven't had any flour for like a week and a half. Yeah. And, and I, was, I missed the combination of THC and CBD. Yeah. And I didn't even hit my vape pen. I just hit the CBD. You know, and my plan with this roll is to, you know, take up a couple puffs off that every time right before I smoke my pen. Right. And to get the full experience of of the plant, yeah, yeah, as opposed to this THC focused stuff, yeah. Um, but no, it's it's weird 
like I almost feel like we should tell him like that he should ask about it because I I just looked it up again inside the 2018 farm bill no harm in growing hemp on your farm but there was another more recent oh I just had it up where did it go I'm sorry be fucked up but yeah it's it's there's a, a a recent law that happened in um uh last year actually and yeah hemp banking protections house lawmakers passed a historic cannabis banking bill wednesday yeah this was september 25th 2019 proponents believed the hemp amendments in the safe banking act instruct federal banking regulators to issue guidance to financial institutions confirming the legality of hemp and hemp-derived CBD products within 90 days of the enactment of the law. So basically, this is this is a classic example, and maybe uh, you can ask him, or, or we can ask him if he wants to cut the name out, because I think we did mention his name, but this is a classic example. What's going on is his bank isn't aware of the law. Yeah, They're making that judgment to this business owner, however big they are or whatever. I don't know if that was factored in, but th- they're passing that restriction onto them and that restriction doesn't exist yeah so i mean they're a private company they can do what they want yeah the bank the can day. always kick you out yeah at the end of the day but but still yeah because like you said it is and this this is this is going to be i was talking to uh, somebody else about that the other day and i'm like this is going to be a really there's going to be a green rush there's going to be a lot of money to be made but a lot of really good people and really good smaller businesses and industry are just going to get really ground out of this. Well yeah, you're gonna have a it's lot of gonna, you're gonna have a lot of people who who gonna be shaken get down. in on it and who already have. They get in on it, they're good for two or three years and then the floor drops out from under them. Yeah. Because yeah. of some new regulation. Exactly. Or because you can't take that hit. Or that, Philip Morris yeah. moved in with their money and financed the other guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's uh Or or you came up with such a great idea that the government uh bought you out for an undisclosed amount and you can't say anything about it. <laughs> you know, that, it's like this. Or you came up with a great idea that yeah. the government made a new law against, and so yeah. now, but so but, that they can only own one. Only the next, one. but the next co- company down the road, i.e., the the people with connections, yeah, will get the bids. Well, no, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna tweak it just so just enough so it's not illegal. Yeah, and then boom, there you go. Yeah, there's your so, monopoly. It's 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 the same thing that happens in all business in America is you have a new idea. And a groundswell of small guys trying to trying that Make new idea the best out, one. yeah. And they spend five to ten years hashing out all the details, yeah, and how to do it. And they figure out how to do it, and they create the business model, yeah. And then big, the big boys swoop in, buy them all out, push them all out, take their ideas, and <laughs> make billions, yeah. And it, yep. You look at any that's in, the any industry that is exactly what happens, yeah, every single time. Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely right. Uh, should we talk about Bernie's um, cock? Cock? What is it? Caucus? The caucus. His caucus. <laughs> What's going on? He's not dead yet, okay? He's just got a caucus. <laughs> uh, so what happened last night? Everybody was claiming victory at what, like 8 o'clock? And then, or where do you want to start? You've done some research, Matt. Matt informed me before the program. I know, I know of some of it because we've been talking about it. Yeah, I'm sure there there might be a bombshell in there. Yeah, to look forward to. But pull up a chair, kids, because because Grandpa Matt is about to uh, light his pipe. And uh, let's start. 
about to charge his vape. Let's start at the very beginning, which is a very good place to start. It is. It is. <laughs> Once upon a time. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Hillary Clinton didn't get exactly what she wanted. <laughs> yeah. 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 So last night, <laughs> good God, dude! It was Fast and Furious. It wasn't was it? just. It was just. It's it madness. was just. Speaking of Fast and Furious, they're making another one. I saw another yeah, during one during the Super Bowl. Yeah. By the oh, oh, so me and my buddy were counting. We're like, I wonder how many of these these trailers that we'll see during the Super because it's a trailer release kind of you know oh, yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I wonder how many of these trailers are going to be uh, remakes. Looking back, I don't think there was a single original one. Top Gun. Uh, the, the one you just mentioned, uh, James Bond. It's not really a remake. They yeah. keep making them, but mm-hmm. I think every single trailer was for a remake or series. Every single trailer during the Super Bowl. Just Christ, man. No, I don't. I don't like. I. It's not, it's not how it should be. I hate recycled Hollywood. Well, a little, no, a little aside. Here's, I, people here's, are like, why would you stop watching no, movies? Because no. they because it sucks. Like, yeah, but a little. It does suck. But a little <laughs> aside is I was thinking about this the other day. This is the this is the streaming. This is what happens when you have streaming, when you have Netflix and yeah. everybody, because you it's it's you pay twelve bucks a month for your streaming service, right? And you have unlimited options, you know, hundreds of thousands of options to watch, all of it from your couch, and there's no risk. Yeah, you don't like it after watching for five minutes, change to something else. Yeah, click another one. But to go to the movies is you buy a twenty dollar ticket. Yeah, right. Fifteen dollar ticket, you you don't want to go alone, so you're, you're paying double popcorn. Go with popcorn, somebody. you know. Yeah, it's 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 a forty do- it's a forty dollar investment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah, to go watch a movie, you might think is terrible Stupid. halfway yeah. through. Yeah, so the only things, the really the only thing that does well at the box office, unless it's a guaranteed smash hit, you know, yeah. done by a big name producer, yeah. which only comes along Quentin Tarantino once style. or twice a year. Yeah, right. The Steven Spielbergs who put out a movie every five years, you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 there's such an investment in it that that no one wants to do something new and daring at the box office. Yeah. Because new and daring, it may be a hit. Yeah. But it it, it might not. Yeah. Yeah. But it might if take you the can risk. make another Fast and Furious movie and know that you'll make another five hundred million dollars from it, <laughs> then by all means, let's just do because that. Because people are going to go watch it. Yeah. Because hey, it's Friday night. We want something to do, so we're gonna go yeah, watch the we latest saw movie. All of them. Yeah. We've seen them all, so why yeah. not watch this one? I, yeah. yeah, people are gonna watch it because it's a safe option. Because on Netflix, it's a safe option. You're yeah. gonna be able to find something you like to watch and yeah. will enjoy. That's a good point. Yeah, but it's a crapshoot at the movie theater unless it's a reboot or a remake. That's so stupid. Though. Or a sequel because that's the death of cinema. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really. You know, unless and it's just gonna, it's like anything else. If you then if you want the good stuff, I mean, you know, like if we wanted to see like, you know, good and they would basically I mean, I say artsy stuff and festival stuff, but, you know, 80 percent of that these days is just a, a weird way of doing porn like that. Or just, I mean, seriously, or, or just or just like <laughs> virtue signaling. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, you'd have to really hunt to find stuff. Yeah. OK. Iowa oh, yeah, caucus. caucus, yeah. Iowa caucus. <laughs> I was so excited yesterday. You were. Yeah. I was. I was. You're like about uh, to do into this. Oh yeah. my gosh! I was so. I, I structured my weekend <laughs> around two events: the Super Bowl 
and the Iowa caucuses. Now, Iowa, the I'd Iowa say caucuses. Watching two rituals. Yes, I was. <laughs> Iowa caucuses start nine months of our favorite time of the year. Yeah. Of, of it's it's our sports. Yeah. It does our sports. Yeah. And the Iowa caucus is opening day in the trenches of the main war. It's opening day. It really is. <laughs> Like spring, everything we've been doing, all yeah. the debates. The debates are spring training. Yeah, that's, the debates are spring training. Yeah, you know, exploratory committees. Yeah, that's you know, that's prospects. That's minor league stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got the debates. We we know what we're dealing with here. We know the teams. what our team yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. Now, how is that team? What what's going to happen? Yeah. How are those teams going to compete? Yeah, Iowa caucus is opening day. It's true. The Budweiser Clydesdales come out on the field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, the, the Hall of Famers are there in their red jackets. Yeah, a gender. The Democrats put up a genderless, uh, non-binary person to sing the national anthem. Exactly. Yeah, you don't know. Is it an it? Is it a they? Is it them? <laughs> Zay. Is it Z- Zay will Zer? be singing the uh, national anthem. Zer today. will be singing the national anthem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a great day, though. Either yeah. way. Yeah, the Budweiser Clydesdales and the non-binary <laughs> Star-Spangled Banner. <laughs> And so you're always looking forward to it, and, and yeah. it's it's always a day of leading up to these candidates. And yeah. you, if you watch the news in the afternoon, you always see the candidates at a coffee shop, yeah. or at a farm, or in an ag they center. They suck Iowa's cock, and That's they, what they, they just, do. You, but you tune you tune in, and you say, "Oh, Klobuchar is here talking to this farmer. Yeah, Buttigieg is over here talking to, to these union guys. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so you you see this <laughs> leading up to it, and you're like, "Oh man, we're about to find out." We're about to find out who really believes their bullshit. What, what the <laughs> what the average person thinks, and this is for the whole country. You, you, you and I live in a flyover state. Yeah, but for people on the East Coast and the West Coast, they're tuning in and be like, "Okay, what are these hillbillies? What do these hillbillies really want?" <laughs> and that's the reason why. <laughs> that's the reason why Iowa is the first state. <laughs> what does Middle America want? No, there's a reason why Iowa is the first state. Yeah, and other than Des Moines, you got to take the pulse. It doesn't have because these people aren't tweeting. Like we we know yes. what your, your millennial, you know, your yes. online folks exactly. want. exactly. But we got to get we, we we and we take the pulse of Twitter, mm-hmm. and obviously we conform to all their bullshit. Mm-hmm. But we got to see we got because they're out there and, we, and they're we, gonna we vote. Know what the people on the coasts are acting like and thinking like, yeah, we know, yeah. The, the media is very yeah very consistent, very well acclimated to what people <laughs> in Hollywood and what people in New York think and believe and want. And want. And, yeah, yeah. They have no clue <laughs> what, what your average... an Iowa farmer wants. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't. They're they merely stabbing in the dark. That's why you have people like Joe Biden on stage. Yeah. Okay. Or a nice, easy $1,000 a month. You know you know what you're getting there. Yeah. Just yeah. $1,000 a month. The other ones you kind of got... It's like, oh, Bernie and Biden. What you got to do is you got to kind of hair split with their plans and figure out what you can actually get and you know mm-hmm. what do they really mean. Yeah. No. Yang, he made it simple. $1,000 a month. That's We're all going to do Gibbs? That's my Gibbs. Very simple and to the point. <laughs> Bernie's going to layer it in socialism and... It sounds like the billionaires are going to rape you, but like we're not sure how to, you know, blah 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 blah. We got to no, no, no. So every, everybody's looking straight out. Everybody's it. looking towards the Iowa caucus to see what's going to happen. <laughs> and so six o'clock, seven o'clock, I, I tuned in just to see if they had any like exit polling. Nothing going on. Yeah. So the caucus's official votes all start at seven o'clock Iowa Central Time, and they're supposed to end around eight. Most of them go longer. Yeah. But usually by nine o'clock. They all all the the caucuses will call into the DNC and be like, okay, here's where we're at. Yeah, here's this is our delegates. These are where our delegate delegates are going. And so we uh, 
It's 8 o'clock, 9.30. Usually by this time, you'd have a couple precincts reporting. You'd know what's going on. You may not have the big cities. The big picture. But you know what's going on. Yeah. Because some of these smaller, some of these caucuses are only 30, 40 people. Yeah. You know. That's the pictures I was seeing on Twitter, yeah. But but no one was reporting anything. No one could report anything. Because the big story of the night was the app. <laughs> yeah. See, normally what happens at the caucus is you That's go true. in and you go in and you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to go stand in this corner where my boy's supporters are. Yeah. Or my girl's supporters are. Now, Matt speaks from experience because you caucused for Ron Paul. I was a part of the uh, 2012 when I first met you. Missouri caucus. You were like, this guy's going to change everything. It's going to blow it apart. Nine years ago, eight, nine years ago. Yeah. Which was absolute shenanigans. Like, that was just the fakest caucus in the world. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. So, but you go in the caucus, and you stand with your group, and you say, okay, we're voting this way. Right. And your group says, okay, we've got enough people that we meet a minimum, and the minimum is 15%. Gotcha. It can vary from caucus to caucus. Each caucus can make their own rules. Right. But for Iowa, it's 15%. So if you want to have a valid candidate, right, you need to have at least 15. Of all the people gathered, if it's 100 people, there need to be 15 people for that candidate or that's they're declared an invalid candidate, i.e. they don't have enough votes right. to win. So then those those people are then unbound. They can go to whatever uh, corner they want. And that is where the magic of a caucus happens <laughs> after the first round. Because between the first round and the second round, it is a beautiful, beautiful horse swap of, hey, come stand with us. Yeah. And you have because other you people saying, hit the 15. hey, come stand with us. We'll give you this. We'll do, we'll do this. Right? Right. And, and it, it can be as simple as, hey, I have 25, right? right? You have 10. I'll give you five here right now if you give me something down the line. You know what I mean? Right. Or, hey, I've only got this many. And Klobuchar was doing this like crazy last night, which was, you, and her people knew to do this, was you only, uh, we only have 5%. Okay, we're going to go to Elizabeth Warren, who only has 30% or 25% or whatever. We're going to add her for 10% so that we can both be viable candidates and leave here with at least one delegate. Because Warren knows if she's only got 25%, Klobuchar has five, okay? Right. Then that's that's 65% that's in play, or 65 delegates that are in play there. Right. So if... One other candidate has all those del- has all those that, that sixty five. Guess what? They're getting all the delegates, and Warren and Klobuchar are getting zero. Yeah. So if Bernie had sixty five people or sixty people there or fifty people there with them, Pete had five percent or Pete had five. Klobuchar had five. Warren had twenty five. Biden had five. Then it makes sense for Warren to give Klobuchar ten people. Right. So they both hit their fifteen. They both get a delegate. Yeah, they both get a delegate. Bernie Sanders only gets three delegates instead of all five delegates the, that he would have, would have gotten. Yeah, yeah, and that's how you caucus, and that's how you win in caucus states. Yeah, 
Okay. And people people don't understand that. They're like, okay, but this is this is really is a negotiation yeah. between the diehards of each candidate yeah. to try and stay relevant. When Matt's done which cooking, is, he's gonna open up a consulting firm in Iowa. <laughs> which which really is the that's that's the whole point of Iowa, is that there is a big winner in Iowa. Yeah. And they ride that momentum into Super Tuesday, but then there are also two or three other people who solidify their claim as, yes, I have supporters. And yeah. that's really what the Iowa caucus is. It's coming out and saying, yeah, I didn't win the caucus, but I got 10%. Yeah. Which shows us that, that their there, ideas there's a their lot messaging. of people in middle America who want to fight for us and fight for my platform. Yeah. And that's the messaging that Iowa brings to the rest of the flyover states. Yeah. The states that aren't Texas, California, and New York. That people don't understand if they're from Texas or fucking California or New York. Yeah. They don't understand that that we need we need the electoral college and we need caucuses. Because if we don't have caucuses on the and the electoral college is nothing more than a giant caucus on a national level. Right. The same thing that I just just described happening at the Iowa caucus happens at every national convention. It happens at the DNC and the and the the GOP conventions, right? Same thing happens. It's just on a much larger larger scale. And if we get rid of that, if we get rid of the electoral college and delegates and caucuses, then Texas and California and New York decide the every single presidential election from here on out. That's just how it how it'll be. Yeah, California will decide all of our politics if without the electoral college. Christ, <laughs> exactly. Exactly, and that's uh, it's not, a big old book in Yikesville, that's right not, there. It's not fair. You can't say Missouri. You do what California wants. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's the whole reason of a caucus. So I've explained what the reasoning behind the caucus. Yeah. <sighs> so you're saying Boog 2.0 is our only option? I think. So, so last <laughs> night, yeah, they had an app. They, don't they always? And the app was from a company called Shadow Inc. <laughs> Not making that up. No, I know. Shadow I, Incorporated yeah. yep. is the name of the company. Great, folks. Tremendous. The company was established a month before Pete Buttigieg announced his exploratory committee for president. One month before. One month prior. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, here we go. Talk about this, guys, for a little bit. All right. Shadow Inc. This is this is a, a while ago. Uh, how does Shadow Inc., a company that was formed only five months ago, get a contract to be the foundational application used for repeating reporting results from the critical Iowa caucus? Shadow Inc. Uh, this is actually from their Colorado um, Secretary of State, like their official business formation date nine nine two thousand nineteen, was when they officially formed. The parent company. Um, was the one that was formed just before Pete Buttigieg uh, announced his exploratory committee. So their principal address is in Washington. Principal mailing office is in Alexandria, Virginia. The registered agent is a guy named Gerard, Gerard Namira. Okay, from Denver. Gerard Namira. Now, Gerard Namira, CEO at Shadow. He's mm. from St. Thomas Aquinas College, looking, just looking at his LinkedIn right now. He's from Denver. CEO at Shadow. 
Shadow again being the parent company that owns that at the application that they were using last night at the Iowa caucus. Right. Which failed spectacularly, spectacularly. To count for some these reason. votes or whatever. Gerald uh, Nimira. Gerald Nimira. Looking at his LinkedIn account. Looking at his, uh, his uh, resume. Director of product March 2016 through November 2016 for nine months in Brooklyn, New York, working for a company called Hillary for America. Former campaign staffer. Before that, from uh, October 2015 to March 2016, he was senior product manager for the same company. For um, a little over a year, a year and two months, no, yeah, a year and two months, he worked for Hillary for America. This is the guy who owned, this is the guy who is the CEO of the company that, that, whose app failed spectacularly last night. Used to work for Hillary. Now, we're going to get into amounts paid to this company. They haven't responded to comment, neither has the Iowa Democratic Party. The firm was paid by both Iowa and Nevada Democratic Parties, disclosures show, also by Mayor Pete's campaign. Nevada Democratic Federal Account paid Shadow 58K in August. Iowa Dems paid the Shadow 63K in two payments over November and December. Just for developing? Like, I don't... Oh, now, okay. here we get to the actual receipts. 11-15-2009, the Iowa Democratic Party gave Shadow Incorporated $44,606.00. Weird. Uh, 20 days later, they gave the same, the same, uh, the Iowa Democratic Party, gave Shadow again, $18,517.91. Weird. You have this nice whole number with the 666 right in the middle. Right. And then a crazy amount. So that was last year. That was uh, that was two months ago. Two and a half months ago. Yeah. The Iowa Democratic Party gave the for, for um, yeah, we don't know why. Yeah. The Nevada State Democratic Party... Gave Shadow Inc. on 827 2019. They gave them a nice even 58K for technologic techno technology services. Excuse me. Hmm. Uh, before that, on 723, 2019, uh, Shadow received $21,250 from the Pete for America Incorporated. So the for, Buttigieg campaign. For, for software rights and subscriptions. The same day, they made two payments. They made two, two payments of $21,500. So $42,500 on the same day. Two individual payments. Right. For software rights and subscriptions. From Mayor Pete's ca- campaign to this app. Company. That was being developed. In order to count caucus votes. By Hillary Clinton's. <laughs> former staffers for former managers of her campaign yeah. so break it down break it down Pete Buttigieg yeah gave a company that's ran by a former Clinton high ranking staffer right 
over $40,000 six months before the Iowa caucus, before the app was even developed, before Shadow even had a product. That's the thing of it. Before Shadow really? even had a product okay, on that the makes field. It, that makes it like quadruple no, shady. No, 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 no. Nine, nine. Right. Nine, nine, 2019 is when this company got its business license in Colorado and registered for taxes and stuff in California, or I'm sorry, in, in Virginia and D.C. 9-9-2019. This is, that's when they, that's when the company was formed before they even had a product. 8-27-2019, that's when the Nevada Demo- State Democratic Party and Pete for America gave them a full month before they had a, for, for, a for, business for Pete, a month and a half before they even had a business license. They were given money when when they were simply a concept, simply a probably just probably just were a um, LLC. Yeah, because this is this, right. This is they were incorporated, so probably that that's when they were just an LLC. Can we see the owners on the business file? Because usually it divides it up by percent ownership. Do, I, do you know? I don't have that available. Yeah, you may have to uh, probably Freedom of Information yeah. get it from one of those states, but that's uh, yeah. Because why? Now, there are very few reasons why money would be coming in in significant amounts from more than one place mm-hmm. before the business license. Yeah. Unless you already the, – the, the, a possibility I'm thinking is is if you have an idea and you've presented it. Like you've said to these people, well, uh, we're well, going to design this app. Okay, here's 50 grand so you can make it good. So, so it's, it's, it, this isn't this – But isn't, even that would happen mostly after the license. This is investment money. Yeah. Mm, I, I don't know. It's a possibility. So the Iowa Democratic Caucus, <laughs> but yeah, see that doesn't and the clear Neva- anybody. That the makes Nevada, it that much worse. The Nevada <laughs> Democratic Party. Yeah. So the Iowa Democratic Party and the Nevada Democratic Party gave invest and and Pete for America gave investment money to former Clinton campaign managers to develop the app that would be used to tally and count votes at the caucus. Right, yeah, that's the takeaway you have to accept. <laughs> yeah. The Democrats yep. gave a Hillary bot money to fuck up the Iowa caucus. That's what happened. Yeah. Now. It's really no getting my, away from My that. last and final thing from Tara McGowan, Tara, uh, a, a person named Tara McGowan, a tweet. I'm so excited to announce at another acronym has acquired ground base. Another acronym is a company with ties to the Clinton Foundation. Has acquired Groundbase, the best CMR slash plus SMS tool on the political market, i.e. marketing. These automated Bernie texts. I'm exactly. Getting, probably, exactly. yeah. Which they forgot I was, they, they texted me again. By the Along way. with their incredible team led by J.G. N- Namira, who is the former Clinton uh, production manager. Right. Are launching Shadow, a new tech company to build smarter infrastructure for campaigns. And it gives a little link to shadowinc.io. Hmm. Tara McGowan. Who is Tara McGowan? Tara McGowan is a former Clinton staffer. Hmm. She wasn't the campaign manager, but she she was a. Um, uh, I think she ran finances for the uh, the uh, Clinton campaign. Yeah. So what does this add up to? This adds up to stupid millennials. Okay. We're gonna put our numbers into the app. <laughs> One thing. Uh, no, so now we've we've 
establish the baseline that this is all shenanigans. Okay? <laughs> yeah. From the get-go. Yeah. This was planned with Mayor Pete, his one job, and, and I, I, I didn't see this, but then I didn't have all these, all, know all these facts. Right. He's CFR. Yeah. Or not, I'm sorry, no, he's CFR, but he's Rhodes Scholar. Yeah. He's uh, Oxford, and he's military. Yeah. And there's a, there's, when he left Oxford on a Rhodes Scholarship, or ha- having been a Rhodes Scholar, he left Oxford. He, uh, he went for and worked for a company that, um, that does uh, intermediate, I forget the name of the company, but they do intermediate um, uh, work between companies and the public. PR firm? <laughs> it's, it's basically a PR firm. And they, they work for insurance companies. This, this company worked for a major insurance company. So that's what he did. Right. So he left uh, he, military, then, then graduate degrees at Oxford, where he's a Rhodes Scholar. This guy has spook written all over him. He's a spook. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a CIA asset. He's a fucking spook. I, I knew that when he first jumped back. up on the scene. Yeah, we okay? did that, yeah. So we have, have, and I didn't see this, but it makes sense now, is that in 2016, there were questions about the Iowa caucus. Right. So we never we it took about a, about three or four days before we got real results. Some clarity yeah. from the Iowa caucus back then. Same thing is happening now because Bernie Sanders went into Iowa and fucking destroyed Hillary. He fucking he he fucked her so hard <laughs> she's still sore from Iowa. From Iowa, yeah. And they knew it was going to happen again. Yeah. So what better? Than to get this guy, yeah, small town Mayor Pete, right? He doesn't intimidate anybody. Gay Christian Mayor Pete. He doesn't intimidate anybody. No, he doesn't. He's just happy. Is go it lucky he's guy. The bottom, you think it would? Have I don't to know. Be. I don't know. <laughs> to go in there yeah. and he spent more time than anybody in Iowa, right? And he got a lot of he got a lot of people behind him. Yeah. And his whole job. Pete had one job, which is delegates and Art Bernie's is is <laughs> to win Iowa or yeah. at least make it look like a big like enough Bernie dent. didn't crush. didn't didn't crush in Iowa, which yeah. he did. Yeah, we all know he did. That was his one job. That's why we see the Pete for America campaign giving this app money. <laughs> yeah, so they're saying it's it's the app itself. They're saying it is a problem with coding, i.e. The 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 when the app takes all the data and inputs it, right? It spits out a number, but that number is inconsistent with what is on paper. And they're saying it's a coding error. <laughs> I'm saying that, that's a, that's no, that's the that's yeah. It's a what's the old that's thing they a, say in tech? That's, that's a feature, not, not a bug. Yeah, that's yeah. a feature, not a flaw. Yeah, exactly. That's what the app is supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. So what we have at the caucus is round one, seven o'clock. Right. Everybody lines up. Now at a caucus, here's the thing at a caucus. You get to a caucus at nine in the morning. Oh my God. Well then I would You never vote at seven PM. Right. So what do you do that whole time? Just sandwiches? You're, you're talking about candidates. You're going 
to this group and that group, trying to convince them to come vote for you. You're having debates in the hallway with perfect. It actually sounds like a blast. Oh, dude, it's so much fun. Let's do it. You're having debates with complete and total strangers about how why their guy sucks and your guy's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, like you're you're presenting facts. Like you, you, I mean, you are. You You probably couldn't go these days. We'd get kicked out. You're, uh, you, you really are, um, like, in the thick of it when it comes to political debate and trying to get get other people to see your point of view. Yeah. So you have six to eight hours of that, and then you vote. Once, like, they when they open up the caucus, that's it. There's no more people allowed to caucus. So you might get there at nine, line up, and by the time you're in the auditorium or whatever, it's noon. Okay? Yeah. When they officially bang the gavel. Yeah, we're all in here. We're all in here. We're calling this caucus to order. So at noon is when you really actually start stuff. Everything else is a preamble, and you don't vote until 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's for the big caucuses. Smaller caucuses could probably pull it off in a much shorter time frame, but for a big caucus like Des Moines or Iowa City, you, you it's a long, long, long-ass day. <laughs> yeah. So here's what they did. They said, everybody download this instead of everybody download this app. As you're standing in line waiting to get mm. in the caucus, download this app yeah. and play around with the app. So you get the app. You download it. You play around with it. Yeah. You look at it. You're like, oh man, I can register who I want in my party. I can see other people around me and what they're gonna say. Right. I can look and see, okay, show me, show me all the Bernie supporters in ten feet. And you're like, oh, here's my group that I can, you know. Right. It used to be just stickers that people would walk around with stickers all over them, with buttons all over them. Now right. it's now it's hey, you know, find them on the app. Yeah. And the millennials Fell immediately put in their stuff. Oh, vote Ber- Ber- Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And then seven o'clock, the vote they comes. voted, and they're like, okay, round one, we're done. Okay, every every single every single caucus, every single county, there were multiple Bernie people. Yeah. Bernie, Ber- there, I, I doubt there was any any county, any caucus, any precinct in which in Iowa last night in which Bernie Sanders wasn't a valid uh, candidate. candidate. Yeah, he had fifteen percent, probably in every probably single in every caucus. County. Yeah. So, <laughs> the wise old birds who've done this year in and year out, and this is an- another interesting thing. I was watching the ticker on MSNBC last night, and it was. Uh, have you caucused before? Mm. Have you been to a caucus before? Have you been a part of caucus before? 60 and change? Yeah. 65, 66%? Percent. Yes. Yeah. 34, 35%? No. Right? Yeah. Statewide. There were... A third of the people were there caucusing for the first time. When you walk into a caucus, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Right? You have you have no idea because it's a completely different world. Like you are in the political, you are a private citizen, and you cast a vote and put it in a ballot box, and you think that's how politics work, right? But no, no, <laughs> you are going into caucus, and you're seeing no. It's horse trading. Yeah, it's negotiation. Yeah, like yes, everybody casts their vote, but you're negotiating with the people for votes and for ideas for and, yeah. delicacy. Yeah, that then becomes political power. Yeah. And and will become a representation of the votes of your state. Yeah, it's and pretty fascinating. It, that's process. how it works. It's, yeah. it's it's amazing. That's how it works. <laughs> so seven thirty came around. 
everybody was in their corners. Okay, we know who's going to be a, a valid and invalid delegate yeah. or, or candidate. All those 20, 21, 22, 25, 30-year-olds caucusing for Bernie, mm-hmm. people for Klobuchar, and people from... And, and, and don't, don't doubt for a minute that, that Hillary Clinton had some 60-year-old lady in every county in Iowa wearing a Bernie sticker and Bernie gear, pretending to be a Bernie bot. And then when the kids were like, oh, we've been here for 10 hours. We still have another round of voting to do. And because after the first round, right, that's when the real drama kicks in because everybody is like, okay, we got to... All those people who said, told us maybe four hours ago, we got to go press them hard now. Right. So when the real drama kicks in and the real work begins, these kids are like, oh, we've been here eight hours. Really, do we have to stay? There was somebody in the Sanders group. It said just tap it on the app and go home. Covert. (laughs) Probably Hillary bot pretending to be a Bernie bot or a Buttigieg bot pretending to be a (laughs) uh, a Bernie bot. Yeah. Saying, hey, it's fine. We have we know how you're gonna vote. Yeah. We've counted you in our corner. You hit the so, button on the app, right? Yeah. Not only did you fill out the paper, which is good enough for us, you hit the button up on the app, which that gives you real peace of mind as a millennial. Right. You can go home. Yeah. And dude, last <laughs> night they did. On on like they were they were showing people like leaving the caucuses, and it was a lot a lot of young people, and they're like, Who'd you caucus for tonight? Oh, Bernie Sanders. Well, are, we haven't got results in yet. Do you? How do you feel about uh, about Bernie? He's like, well, we had hundreds of people for Bernie and hardly anybody else for. I feel pretty good about about our yeah. chances. But frankly, I just it was a long day. I just want to get back to my dorm. Half a dozen people on MSNBC they interviewed who said they just want to get back to their dorm. Yep. Okay. So these are college kids who it's don't college who mindless are, lemming socialist message again who are. Idiots, yeah, and don't understand how the system works. Who were told by person? No, go ahead, go on home, go on home. Well, guess what? If you leave during a caucus, there's there's there, no voting. If you're not there at the end, there's no guarantee your vote. You are you are counted at all, right? Because there's the first, and they said that all day long on MSNBC and Fox News. The first round, we'll know, but it's not till the second... We'll, first round, we'll know what demographic is involved. Right. The second round, we'll know how the delegates are spread. After that negotiation and then... So, they use this app as a honeypot to trick millennials into thinking that their vote and their... their their Was in the bag. Their caucus vote not. was in the bag for, the, for it Bernie. It wasn't at that point. And it was not. Yeah. And so, what we have is then the app crashes... The app, the yeah. app is spitting out data that doesn't look at all like what the they have on data. paper. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, we still don't know exactly. I think they've called what. it for Pete. They have, but it's sixty-two percent reporting. So sixty-two percent, and that's not sixty-two percent of the people who voted. Yeah. That's sixty-two percent of precincts reporting. So Mayor Pete, who totally didn't, he. Fuck Des Moines. Fuck Iowa City. He doesn't care about that. That's college towns. Yeah. What well, What does he care about? He cares it's, about the farmer that he can ha- he can have a coffee with and shake their hand and get, right. the, get them to caucus for him. Right. So if he can get, he's like the Oscar gay from The Office. Well, no. If <laughs> if he can if he can um, tie Bernie 
in yeah. all the rural counties, or at least come close to it, then you, he's done, he's, he's then done it, his job. Then as long as we're not reporting the major counties where the heaviest usage of the app was, right? then it, we can make it look like so, he won so, so. Iowa. Yeah. And, and that's the thing what I, uh, I started this whole tirade about, which is what Iowa is, which is Iowa is a surge. It's opening day. It's out of the gate. If you're the home team that wins the ball game on opening day, yeah. your fans are like, ah, yeah. yeah. Now we're headed out. We, yeah. we won the first game. We've started off on the right foot. Yeah. Right? So if you can make it look like Bernie it, didn't get it, stumbled out of the gate, and Mayor Pete, who was polling at 10% two weeks <laughs> I think ago. It was six. Yeah. Right? He was two weeks ago, low. he's polling at 10%, and slowly he starts to creep up. Yeah. And then this Iowa, and even then, if it turns out to not be the case, yeah, because that that because I think we talked about that too. That that that's what can happen. And then th- by the time three days go by and you say, "Hey, Bernie won Iowa," nobody, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. Pete won it exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's we're on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't even matter because today, tonight we established. Yesterday was a caucus. Tonight yeah. we've established that Mayor that's Pete won. The word everybody's yeah. saying Mayor Pete won. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. So in four days, five days, a week from now, when, when we they finally, say Bernie won, when we finally get through this mess, yeah, of of the app, the app, and, and we all the paper ballots get get counted, and yeah. every, every we all we all know, Bernie's, oh, Bernie won by ten percent. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Won't matter. And Bernie's already set behind that far. Yeah, it doesn't matter if Bernie yeah. comes out of Iowa with more delegates than Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Because Pete can't win in California. <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> yeah, Pete probably won't be able to win in how Nevada. Did, how did Bloomberg do? Pete. <laughs> yeah. Pete. Pete's gonna get BTFO'd by Warren in New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which, if you watch, we watch New Hampshire next week. That might be. It might be the same ruse. The same, but with Warren Rick-a-roll. instead of Buttigieg. So even to, those, to still upset even those, Bernie, yes, even yeah. though Sanders win, wins should have won both Iowa, yeah, and and New Hampshire, we'll have Buttigieg win, wins one, Warren wins the other, yeah. So we now and Bernie's that far away, we much further away. We from still donut. don't have a clear front runner. Yeah, Biden probably folds his campaign before Super Tuesday. Yeah, so we would still have Warren, Buttigieg, and Sanders. In a three-way tie, even though we know that is the farthest thing from the truth, right? And then Bernie endorses Hillary at the convention, and there we go. At gunpoint, they <laughs> literally march. They literally march him on stage, yeah. and she holds a gun to his head and says, "Say the line, say the line, yeah. say the line, yeah. bitch." I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's all it's it 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 and it it makes me like Bernie more. Like it I, does. I've There's said, a shredded that. Yeah. I've said before. I complete. I said it last week. I completely disagree with his politics and yeah. his ideologies. But the fact that not only last last election cycle they're losing one, their minds over. They're him. pulling out every fucking yeah. stop and and the, making it so blatant. They're that's pulling the thing. Teeth to get him to keep him. From- 2016 was kind of in the shadows, and you could really you really didn't understand what was going on unless you were really paying attention. Yeah. To like Project Veritas and the the the. The what true emails and the alternative alternative media at the time. Yeah, but more this four years later, and a lot more people are clued into quote unquote alternative media. Yeah, a lot more people have woken up to the bullshit is that is the M five M. Yeah. So, so now that we have, um, uh, you know, it they're making it blatant, and they 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 really are. 
doing everything they can to keep him from doing to it, keep yeah. him from gaining any sort of momentum or or being the front runner in this race. Now, see, you got to wonder, and because I was thinking about and that, because that's they're, evident. They're, you they're, and I know they're that. Obviously, they're doing things that are obviously underhanded. Like this is so easy. Yeah. Last night happened, and twelve hours later, we know all this information I just shared with you. Yeah. Yeah. And and we have a verifiable paper trail. Yeah. Of Clinton operatives setting up sham companies and getting money from, from other from uh, candid- other candidates candidates, yeah. and the Democratic Party itself in order to to build an app that will fuck over a one specific candidate. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 crazy, dude. When I was thinking, so what do you why do you think that is? Like what do you think what do you think is the true like why doesn't the DNC just just put the crown on them or are they truly are they truly afraid like you mentioned on the last episode that they're afraid of the fact that that his money doesn't really come from like the well, big power they, brokers yeah, they, do you think it's just that I, I think a lot of it is that they don't have the or the, is the socialism that that scary no no they are socialists they want socialism they right. just want socialism from a controlled asset yeah <laughs> yeah they want, the, con- they want the right redistribution yes bernie yeah. is not a controlled asset by the democratic national convention he's he's, he's not he's yeah. not a controlled asset obviously of yeah. the Clinton team, of the Clinton machine that has that has dominated um, democratic politics in this country for almost forty years. Yeah, yeah, he's you not know. he's not in their their will. So because he's not a controlled asset of and and make no mistake, like the the Spearnew Spearnew Brzezinski's and the um uh what's the uh one Jewish guy, older guy, um. Oh, I can't remember his name. I think I could see his face in my mind, but I can't think of his name. The guys who were the architects of the second generation of the military-industrial complex. Yeah. Because we have first have kind of like the the Nazis, yeah. right, who are part of the build of the military-industrial complex in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. We have people like Spiro Brzezinski and the, the Bush dynasty. And then we see the kind of the third generation come out of that, which is the the Clintons. Yeah. And they're kind of the third generation of this military industrial complex, which was always each generation is always kind of forming a coalition of of political assets that can dominate politics for 10, 20, 15 years. Yeah. And we see that in, in of we go from go from Eisenhower to Kennedy, and that's kind of first generation. Right. And then we go from Johnson through Bush, yeah. really. With the exception of of Carter. <laughs> Didn't do anything. And kind of Ford, but not really Ford. Yeah. Um, and then from, then we have the Clintons through kind of, through Obama. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So Clinton, Bush, Obama, and all the policies are the same. And the players behind the scenes are the same. And that's what you really have to understand is that after Bush one left office, Brzezinski was a talking head on cable news. Right. He wasn't really a part of the... And this is, uh, this is a guy who, who was an architect of the military-industrial complex, right? <laughs> of our, our perpetual war I- ideology. Yeah. You, you don't have those, those players around. But now you look and you see... Oh wait, fuck! Stephen Mnuchin has been buzzing around the White House since 1992, right? You know, <laughs> like Alan Dershowitz has been buzzing around the White House since 1992. Yeah, 
Okay. And see, isn't that odd? Like that's that's the number one thing that that to me flies in the face of everyone that argues for one party or the other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but then when you realize that the true, for lack of a better term, it's kind of gloom and doom. But the true merchants of evil, yeah, you know, uh, that th- that are getting us into these wars, keeping us into these uh, uh, bad currency deals, and and devaluing our currency, like the truly bad stuff mm-hmm. that we would all agree we don't want, like. Those seats have been held by the same people for the last 30, mm-hmm. 30 years. McCain, Pelosi, and that even goes Schumer, for the corporations. McCain, like, Pelosi, Schumer, McConnell, yeah. Romney. These these guys have all been buzzing around the White House, every single White House. Yeah, since nineteen ninety two. Yeah, since, and we and out here then. think it makes a big difference. Yeah. Oh, we got Trump, and now it's not Obama, yeah. and it's like it's all it's yeah, like the six golden sex things that I mentioned all the time. I'm Don't, like that's. It's that handshake. Like, yeah. They haven't gone anywhere. Mm-hmm. It, it's that system. And so what we, <laughs> really, just... what we really see now right now with Trump and Sanders, which is, is two candidates, and I think that Trump is probably the deep state candidate. Like he's, Really? Like, yes, the Clintons, that era is over. Trump is the beginning of the fourth generation of the military-industrial complex, yeah. I think. Because well, the, the Jews love him. Yes, they, they do. They, they but, can't get. But enough. also, uh, but also, you can control people a lot. It's a lot easier to control people because of what they hate rather than what they love. Yes, because yep. hate is blind. Mm-hmm. Hate is rage. It will blindly follow. Yep. Hate, hate just just has one goal in mind, and it's destruction. Yeah, love considers the factors. Love takes a moment to think about about consequences. Yeah, and who's because involved. he wants the best for everything. Yeah, and how anger, it's affect rage, just wants destruction, just wants to win, a vengeance, if you will. Yeah. So just like in 1984, the the two minutes of hate, two minutes of rage, what? Yeah. Right. You have the the one main bad guy. Everybody's told this is the worst person in the fucking world. Yeah. That's Hate him. him. Yeah. You have two minutes and you get to get out all your rage by hating this one guy. Yeah. And that's what <laughs> that's what Donald Trump is. He's he is uniting he has united the country in hatred. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't like, laugh. All the yeah. all the, yeah. all these candidates in, in on the debate stage were like, we need a candidate who can bring this country bring together. together. Yeah. This country's already together. Yeah. And that w- we we fall into two categories. Yeah. Orange man bad or yeah. fucking clown world. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, we hate Donald Trump. Yeah. No matter yeah. if you if if you fall into the NPC orange man bad, or or the the guy who's like fucking boogaloo, it's clown world. Like yeah, we, we, it's, 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 it's a complete time. joke. Yeah. <laughs> You're still take, looking at the system and the polit- the politics as we're broken beyond belief. Yes. Yeah. This is the WWE. <laughs> this yeah. is professional wrestling. This is football. Yeah. This is Shakira and J Lo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't think there's a bigger, uh, in terms of like who's behind Bernie and who? Because I know you mentioned like some Chinese money. I think I, I just from the astroturfing I see on Reddit, I think I think maybe he is. Oh, but, but yeah, Reddit is like <laughs> they, they seriously can't get enough off the Bernie. Too. But he's also telling uh, several generations of people exactly what they want to hear, which who have mm-hmm. been who have been yeah. raised on the nanny state, who've been raised to be like, oh well, the government just gives us money. Yeah. <laughs> That's like right. This is how yeah. it is. Like yeah. when you get old and you retire, the government gives you money. Yeah. When you have a baby, the government gives you money. Yeah. Right. When you, you know the government government pays for your groceries. You need a the, phone. The government the, gives you a phone. The, the government gives you a phone. Yeah. Oh, you need a student loan. You don't have the money. 
the government will get, make sure the money's there. You'll have to pay it back, sure, but the government will make sure the money's there for yeah. for the student loan. The government will give you the the subsidized housing loan so that the person making $35,000 a year can buy a $250,000 house. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. The gov- yeah his messaging the, is really consistent. And so you have an entire gener- two generations, really, who've been raised up on the, oh, well, the government will take care of it. The government will pay for it. Yeah. So he's giving them the exact message that they want, which is free health care, right? The government's going to take care of all your hospital bills. Yeah. Government's going to take care of your college. Free to, free, to, free to get indoctrinated at college, right? Free to get inoculized with a disease at a hospital. Yeah. Oh, and legal weed day one, too. It's, it's yes. his most recent thing. Yeah. So, yeah, Which you're, you're going to give people the fantasy they want. Yeah. The, the, the. They're piece. smoking weed and going to their free ERs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You really are selling yeah. fantasy. And yes, I, I think that Donald, or I'm sorry, I'm, I think that Bernie Sanders probably is a true believer in the whole social equality. We have to make sure that, that everything. The quality is, of outcome. Yeah. Yeah. The, the equality of outcome, really, yeah. because he really is a socialist. But if Bernie Sanders wins the election <laughs> right and we and and moreover wins the election but also is able to because of him winning the election in two or three or four election cycles when you see that swelling of people getting elected on the same platform which is always usually how it happens you get the one major candidate who gets elected and then everybody below him on gets elected on kind of platform just muted what we'll see is we'll see a huge red tide across America, and you'll see a lot more socialists, a lot more independents, a lot more flat-out communists be, being elected. Yeah. And then in 20 years... They'll have won. 20 years, you and I will be doing... Slaves. Doing hard prison time. <laughs> because, For being straight and white. <laughs> because we had Pepe the Frog yeah, memes stickers, in, our, yeah. in our Google Drive in 2017. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, if the uh, weird thing is, because you Bernie, mentioned if Bernie you, Sanders, if you, Bernie Sanders is step one in Bolshevism in the United States. Yeah. And if you don't know what Bolshevism is, like, just slow build communism. Just, isn't it? just read about it. Bolshevism is when a group of people, the Bolsheviks, took over Russia and they slaughtered the royal family and they they killed anybody who had uh, any amount of wealth, like all the wealthy oligarchs that killed them all. Good. They they oh, they went retarded. in. They they uh, um, took all the all the money and just started giving it out and, and and well not really giving it out they hoarded it, but then set up basically what became the Communist Party and then from you know from basically World War One all the way into the fall uh, of the Soviet Stalin, Stalinist Russia. What you have is the systematic murder of. Over 20 million people. Yeah. Like, Bolshevism, I know the Holocaust is thrown around as, you know, this great thing, this this thing that... that this great thing. That was, you know, 6 million people died in the course right. of about 10 years. Yeah. But we're talking about 20 million people who died in the course of about 60 years. Yeah. Right? In which you have a, a systematic oppression and wiping out and killing of, of, of people. Yeah. Really. And an erasure of an entire culture. Yeah, in in Russia, it's scary, dude. Because that's that's the thing. Like, the, you know, 
It's just slavery versus freedom, you know, because even, mm-hmm. even my wife and I were talking about that, that Medicare for all the other day, you know, because she's like, you know, part of that really sounds, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, eh. and see, it's, a, it's almost as if the capitalist experiment, the, the, the experiment of giving us a republic, uh, it's, it's almost as if this is where it was always going to go, because that's Cullen's argument to me all the time is that, is that, well, we've never had a free market. We don't know. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And he's right. Like it's, it's been built. And I was thinking about this in the shower the other day, as I do, you know, I was thinking about this in the shower. I'm like this grand capitalistic, you know, free market experience because everybody's pissing and moaning about China too, you know, and the, and the, and the coronavirus and the amount of uh, production that they do for the rest of the world and so on. And I'm like, you guys don't get it. Like we are over here. We are the youngest country on the planet that's trying to make shit work. Right. And, and, and what we've done is we've moved so fast and taken advantage of of hardworking good people over the years. We've taken advantage of them, and now we've built a, a free market, is what it's marketed to us as, a free market system that in reality is just a handful of companies running all media, running all means of production, and running like and, and this is where it's ended up. And so now everybody, like colonized age, urinized age, all we can do is look over our shoulder and be like, because even like my wife said, Oh, do you think that the an ambulance ride should be five thousand dollars? Absolutely not. I don't. But I also don't think that I should just get on the government teeth for everything, because it's evil and there's a twenty year pattern, like you were saying. You know, the twenty million people. So it's like now, what do we do? It, it almost seems like the only reasonable option is boog, because you know what I mean. Because there's no well, we ain't booging yet, but yeah, right. You what, know, because the two sides. What, where, do we, what do we always say when we say that if if something is free, <laughs> you're the product. Yeah. If a product is free, you're the product. The product is not the product. You are the product. That's right. So yeah, yeah if the if healthcare is free, yeah, you're the product. Your food is free. Your rent is free. Your college is free. Everything you're is free. You're the product. Yeah. Well, guess what? Guess what? You don't have. Mm, it's free dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Because every, what does it say in the Bible? <coughs> Excuse me. The the borrower is a slave of the lender. Yeah. To have somebody give you something with the expectation that you then have to earn it, earn what they, you were given, or pay back what you were given, you're a slave. Yeah. You don't have actual freedom because somebody else has leverage over you. Yeah. So what you're doing is, yeah, the government's going to give you, you know, your herpes medication for free. <laughs> yeah. And your, your, your master's in... Feline gender studies. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be free. Yeah, it'll be free. Yeah, but uh, <coughs> excuse me, but you're going to be taxed like crazy. Anyway, I'm I'm almost at my limit. I have nothing to drink, and my throat is dry as fuck. Oh right now. yeah, well, we we can wrap it up. Yeah, that's that's just kind of my thought because it's like it's just like a weird. I don't know, man. Because like even between, you know, like they were talking about on No Agenda, the idea of the the. Oh, that's the that's the election we deserve, you know, mm-hmm. capitalism versus. And it's like, eh, but it's it's also really not because yeah. you look around, you look around at the quote free market that we have, and it's not free, it's not free. Corporations are, are raping people, mm-hmm. and governments letting them rape people so that they can rape. Because, I mean, I'm conv- at this point, like almost any tech company that does any kind. Oh, and this was one thing I wanted to mention. I, I do apologize for going back, but we can we can <laughs> close out on it. Um, 
Google had an ad during the Super Bowl. Did you see? Go for it. There's only like a mouthful in there. Um, Google had an advertisement during the Super Bowl. A uh, little two-minute advertisement. Really got people, you know, in, in the heartstrings. Uh, uh-huh. Did you see it? The Google ad? I don't know. So what was interesting is that in the past, when Google has pushed their their um, their their AI, right, their assistant, yeah. um, it, on the commercials, they've always tied it in with, okay, here's this heartwarming thing that this, that the, our AI can do for you, our assistant can do for you, um, and it's it's briefly or very quickly shown to be tied in with a hardware product, right? Yeah. Um, the the Google commercial for the Super Bowl, it did not include a single Google hardware item in the in the entire commercial. It did not include a single reference or logo of any hardware or any phone or carrier or anything that they make. It was merely an advertisement. So Google spent the money, which is extremely expensive, the highest advertising in the year to do a Super Bowl commercial. Google spent the money to advertise a free service that they offer that they do not advertise on. What's the service? Their, their assistant. Oh, they they do not advertise directly in the assistant. There's like sponsored posts and sometimes things, but th- th- there's no advertising directly in the assistant. So they they paid to have a Super Bowl commercial done for their AI to get and an, that's it to get another twenty million people to using to it. start using it so yeah. they can get data build their neural net yeah from it yep yeah and be allowed to because because um, the actual privacy laws that that, that if we enforce them. They don't happen because the CIA says, well, I'll tell you what, if you let us listen in, we're not really going to care that you violate everybody's privacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how it works. Yep. And that's, yeah. Anyhow. I just can't believe that. Like, Because it, it, it checks all these weird boxes. Like, Google spent money on a Super Bowl commercial to advertise a free product. Yeah. Like, think about that. Why would a company advertise their free product in the most expensive slot that they can with the most eyeballs mm. of any time slot they could they could put an advertising on yeah this has been a production of tripod broadcasting